Do you understand propaganda? Propaganda is not information or misinformation or disinformation. It is an emotional assault on your energetic presence and well-being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you got to, what, fan the flames. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, I look in this country, right? It was kind of disappointing to see that in New York City, and there was a couple other places, they're they're praising Palestine and Hamas. And it's like, that is not going to help anything. And if you saw what they did, if that's true, if let's that's say that, then, yeah, that that's not the answer to this. Basically, you have one insane regime going up against another insane regime. One doesn't treat its citizens well. That would be Hamas. Right. And then, you know, and Israel surely doesn't treat Palestinians that well. I mean, it. there's a lot of blah. I mean, you know, just face it. There's blockades. There's I mean, I've seen some videos. I have heard some stories from the border. It's unfair. There's it, there's just an immense amount of suffering. Right. And that's that's the tragedy. And at the hands of people that call themselves authorities that. But you know what scares me the most? That just sucks. It's, it's not the Palestinians. I mean, if you really look, okay, and do a little research, half the population, I mean, there's, a, what, 2.5 million people roughly living in the North Gothen Strip, and most of them are under 20. Mm-hmm. Half of them are under 20. So it's like, are they the ones that should be to blame? And it's like, they've been cut off economically, for a very long time they've been cut off from resource every time they try to do something somebody decides they can't do that and it goes to shit and so you got these young people right and over you know some a lot of them have watched probably a family member or someone they know well die in front of them many well in front yeah in front yeah, yeah like a bomb times. goes off you know whatever yeah. you know and i don't I'm not going to pretend to know what exactly anybody yeah. should do. I'm not a political commentator. No, stuff. no, I'm not either. But there's, I mean, it. the only thing I can say about it, this speaks to how immature this world's become. Yeah. Absolutely on all fronts. Absolutely immature. It's like, you know, and maybe it's the generation before us worked so hard to build this thing that we're all enjoying and taking for granted and thinking we're, we're you know, uh, What's the word? Entitled to mm-hmm. this world. And it's made us soft. Check Your Financial Privilege is a book by <laughs> one guy we saw on stage, actually. And it's actually true. We're in the West, we have so much privilege. It's hard for us to understand how 80% of the world lives mm-hmm. because it isn't in this American Western opulence. Right. and it's Even like, if it seems tough, it's not like this. So, you know, you take the kids of, of Palestine watching this shit go down. They don't get any of this. There's no power. Now there's no power, no water, no food. Yeah. Okay, so do they look across the fence and go, those people care about us? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, it's I, like... It's devastation. You know, America never would get too involved because there's no strategic reason for it. There's no oil. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only the only industry that could move in there is some American beach resort industry. You just build a bunch of fucking sandals clubs there. Well, the reasons and the motivations for supporting sides is very wacky and long history and i don't understand all of it but um 
entrusting your well-being into the hands of a government seems like a bad idea in any country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you're both to blame. I think you're both crazy. Yeah, uh, I think Israel's crazy, and you know, and and oh. honestly, you look at it. Uh, there's been a lot of political turmoil there over the last several months. This is and how decades how, huh? and and decades. Well, yeah. Well. But, so we're talking about a long going thing that just the pot got stirred. <clears throat> the pot yeah. got stirred because Ukraine got boring. We weren't we weren't as excited about doing that, so we have to start a fire up a whole another one that we're all emotional about, and so let's 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 justify that. Um, I mean, to me, Goliath was alive and well and running amok. Yeah. It's I mean, crazy. that's what the, and, and you know, it's like, are any of these countries sovereign? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is there any country on the planet that actually doesn't owe anything to Goliath? None. All owe to all. When I all say Goliath, <laughs> it's a name for um, the dark one. Yeah. It's like there's Satan and that's like an energy, right? I mean, if you're going to put it in that context. But Goliath is like the physical representation of that on the planet. And Goliath is not, it's like Legion. It's not one person. Mm-mm. It's a combination of bad players. It's a combination of bad fucking intentions uh, across a, a, probably a fairly small group of people who just, I, for whatever reason, wherever they're coming from, they like this. Yeah. It's that's that's the most evil part, and and for me the representation is more poignant to me in my history is is Sauron from the Tolkien history. It's like Mordor and this just deeply evil, dark place that people have been enslaved into, right. and and some are supporting, mm-hmm. and 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 how do they get that way? And can we change that? Yeah. It's because it's awful. Mm-hmm. It's awful. I, I've met people who go, you know, I don't I don't think about those things and they don't bother me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, can you hand me that over there? What's that? It's my antidepressants. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, you live on this planet. Mm-hmm. You, what you see around you is you. You know, Krishnamurti says, there is no you in the world. You are the world. <laughs> the world is you. <laughs> and it's like, I never, it's just like, hey, because he's so intelligent. And he's not going to explain it. He's going to say that and he's going to move on. He was never a guy to explain anything. Jiddu Krishnamurti, who is I'm speaking mm-hmm. about. This is you need to understand. You are the world. You are the world. The world is you. Mm-hmm. So you can't ignore it. No. And if you think you're going to go put yourself like, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know how many people involved <clears throat> thought moving up to the mountains is going to be like, oh, we're just going to get away from everything. You get away from nothing. Well, you don't. Kind of. You I mean, don't. You don't. But when Fru and I were just down in Colorado Springs the other night, and we we're just going through all this, just the wandering homeless meth heads is like, wow, this is really, oh, this is Colorado Springs. This is kind of just a chill community. And now it's like there's this Mordor sort of vibe to it because of that. And it's we don't see it as much up here. But we're still living in it. It's still part of our community. Yeah, it's it emanates. still here. But it radiates. But it's not right around the corner from us. But actually, it is. Well, it is right there. But it's not like just like 
500 yards from us and some people it's 500 yards like some people to, it's 50 feet, five well, feet. yeah i mean we, you did that speaking engagement in denver a while like a couple months ago and there's a huge tent encampment right there and right. it was like that, was intense. that energy was intense let's all just, oh that was tough this let's was. all just gather and have a nice chat about you know plant medicines and meanwhile and the world is yeah. in responsibility and the whole world is falling apart right outside the door like literally right there there yeah. and it's like huh that's that's intense yeah and, and we don't have to do it this way i, I really believe that it, you know it's to even to begin to look at the societal breakdown problem the the rampant takeover of the babylonian system <laughs> <laughs> it's a good name for the system yeah it's babylonian you know it's, mm -hmm. it's got that dark flair to it but you know anybody who looks at it, it's like you could the minute you see it it's so confusing to figure out what to do about any of it mm -hmm. and you know it's like throw where are you going to throw your attention at the problems you're so you're going to throw your attention at what the problem is generating mm -hmm. problems mm -hmm. the consequences and you're never going to deal with the problem yeah you're only dealing with the effects and consequences and, you know, what, what the outcome of problems. You're not dealing with problems. You're dealing with the outcome. So it's like, well, we need to get all these people in houses. Well, you think the neighbors are going to like that? I mean, you see how they live. Right? And it's like, well, we need to help these people. Do you? Well. Do you? It's like, what exactly are you going to do? We talked about this earlier. That yeah. Do you really think you can change anyone? Do you really think that with enough positive influence and money thrown at a problem, that'll solve the problem? It, it never does. It, it's like going to the doctor saying, hey, I've got this thing that always hurts. Well, here, just take these pills and you won't feel it. <laughs> it's the same thing. I mean, we're handling like health the way we handle health. That's how we're handling all social situations. Take a pill and take a pill, out. throw some money on it, put a big screen up so no one sees it. And we're all good. It's like, nah. And, you know, and it's like how, I mean, you know, I hear people say all the time, it's like America's the greatest country. And I don't disagree with that. But at the same time, it's also the most medicated. So what exactly is motivating anyone to um, have well-being? If it's constant, I mean, the, the just medication epidemic and all the pills and shit it's like Just, whoa this is insane there's nature you can use plants there's no reason to run to these bastardized natural substances and who knows what i mean we know what they do to you oxycodone the sackler family mm -hmm. all that we're talking about recently jeez mm -hmm. and it's like so and it's interesting because you know oxycontin we're cool with that but mushrooms oh hey that's a that's a felony it's like what <laughs> no, what's going on here right so you know now you know i think most of the people who are, would listen to this this far along uh they realize you know it, madness is running the game so yeah. when you try to look at a problem and solve it you have to understand that what you're dealing with is madness mm -hmm. so you know and i feel like i'm more resilient in these times mm -hmm. i don't you know it's like I, this is going on and yeah i see it and i'm very much paying attention because that shit could pop off in any city in the united states mm-hmm I mean, to think well, that, is, well, I think it is in all the cities, you know, I, well, yeah, but I mean, on a level that could get a lot more like a, cause what we've got is like a person flipping out and running amok for a while. 
And then, of course, you got maybe groups of teenagers running around or kids or whatever they're calling them running around ransacking stores. Mm-hmm. But imagine that you had a trained group of uh, people from a different country who are just here to destroy you. Mm-hmm. And that they are trained so well and they're so disciplined, you wouldn't even know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, and I, when I go into some pretty shitty ideas right now, but mm-hmm. sorry. Um, there was a, our, a interview that came out after 2011, and it was a guy from Al-Qaeda. And he agreed to an interview. I'm sure you can find it out there somewhere. But they were asking him, you know, it's like, so you talk about this great jihad that you want to perform, but you, you screwed up. I mean, you're never getting into America now. After 9-11, everything's so secure. And he looked at her pretty, and it was the way he looked at her, right? Like, you stupid woman. Mm-hmm. And says, you didn't think we thought of that beforehand? Do you, you know how many shipping containers come into this country every day? Do you, do you know how many of those are holding things that uh, are horrific and they don't, they just get through? Do you know how long we've been preparing for this? And it's like, holy smokes. You know, and I don't say that to be a fear monger. No, because I don't want that to be this, the vibe of this whole thing. But there's things no, no, that need but to be there's, What I'm saying is, interest, yeah. is if you're not fucking paying attention, you're going to die. If you, there, there is a moment in time that comes where, how would I put it? Let's just put it in really, in the weeds terms. There are times when the creator of this universe comes to you and says, you have to pay attention in a way you never have before. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and fucking marginalize that. See mm-hmm. what happens. And so what it's calling for is the only way you're ever going to really recognize spirit, soul, well-being, energetic presence, having energetic literacy, is through awareness. And it's calling on everybody every moment of their life. And they're busy doing something else. Mm-hmm. Always. Hmm. Well, you're going to pay attention now. Or eventually. Maybe you can keep going a little longer. You know, and to put it in a more, deeper in the weeds. What if Earth is God's wife? And what if all the little people running around on it are their children? Mm -hmm. And dad's off doing something, mom's at home, and these kids are acting up. How, How does dad act when he comes home? You little shits. You're in, you're, you got it now. You, you're asked, you asked for trouble, you got it. And we're there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and it's like, oh, you're overdoing it. Right. The people who are going to marginalize everything are going to tell me, uh, you know, you're overdoing it. You're be- don't you think that's a little much? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Handle more. Put on your fucking blinders and go, no, I'm totally cool. You, no, you're not. You have blocked out a big chunk of yourself. So how are you going to live? You are the world. The world is you. <laughs> You you can't turn a blind eye to any of this. It's like you don't. What what are we? What are you supposed to do? Acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. Put it in your records. Remember this. Remember how human beings behaved right before their whole fucking world exploded. That's a good thing to know. Mm-hmm. Even if it all goes to shit, that would be a good thing to know. Because maybe you come back in another form. Like hey, you might have that knowledge. 
you might be able to like be somewhere before it even escalates to see what it is because the reason this is all upside down and backwards is uh the citizenry of the world they have no fucking idea what's going on right and, and they're just basically and and it's like the only thing that should be going on is raising food raising food raising children making things that are good for people and help people and mind your own fucking business be nicer there shouldn't be much else going on Oof. so that's what most people are doing raising a family going on vacation you know just trying to you know having as much enjoyment and learning maybe maybe learning here as they can well there's another game going on all around you that has to do with the very infrastructure you're using the, the grocery stores you go to the gas stations you go to all of this that that neat little thing we have that resource so we can live these more simpler lives uh that's in the hands of something else that's playing a game that we don't even know is being played right and how fragile that stuff is right so you've so got pay attention billions of people billions and billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of people basically trying to sustain a good life and then a handful right uh playing a game that no one else really knows is going on with their lives right and they're not going to say it on the news by no, the way no they they're not going to say they own it yeah i know you know it's like it's government the problem no it's not government it would be a good thing if there was one we've i've said this before you have a crime syndicate mm -hmm. and all of your industries have been taken over by a crime syndicate mm -hmm. all of them there's not a one tech companies they i thought they were like the hippie woke fucking hipsters they're the ones giving you up to the fucking fbi they're the surveillance arm of the right the but cartel. it's like the you know it's the mark zuckerbergs and the all holy jesus it's like uh I, I just it's it shocks me that you see now what they're doing so when you buy these facades do you, do you see what it leads to so when someone's coming to sell you something that you don't have and, and you're living a fine life check what why do i why why because you know it's like every now everybody has to have a cell phone right it would be what do you mean you don't have a cell phone no right it's like but how i we lived millions of years without it we even grew up in our childhood without them and did okay right and it's like you know but now it's like that thing is so fucking important in people's lives it's an implant that we willingly carry around with us it's pretty crazy and i'm not judging and saying hey i'm better than that no i got one too and yeah well, you know, it sucks it, me in too yeah i mean you know use it responsibly try yeah don't be fucking just looking at if you're looking at something that doesn't pertain to what you're doing who you are or your life you might check while you're watching it because mm -hmm. like what's are you here to be entertained are you here to watch a movie or you're here to write your own which is are you here to watch things or are you here to participate mm -hmm. there's a difference i mean you know that most of the the citizenry of the world sits in the stands and watches like the Coliseum. Mm -hmm. There's a show going on in the middle. Everybody's getting very, very agitated about the scene that's happening there, but they're just in the stands. They're not partaking in it. They're spectators to what is happening. And 
spectators well that was rome you know and rome fell and when rome fell it was not good you know when the when whoever came before us handed the, us this all this or maybe it was infrastructure good. and wealth it's kind of like what happened to rome right oh the kid the children took over and just ruined it there's a book called why empires fall that i have now but i haven't read a short and many people are very excited about it and basically talks about the fall of rome and how we're living in those same times now and i'm excited to get into it probably after the jungle but right but mark marcus aurelius's son in this sense is the american people say that again that when you know marcus aurelius yeah he, he was, was uh, awesome awesome his son not so awesome not at all like the worst caesar there ever was yeah right right and and it's kind of like the same thing's going on that part of it's going on here mm -hmm. is that those that weren't blinded by all this pop culture societal shit or they're just maybe just didn't exist then built this thing and passed it to their kids and you know their kids just wrecked it it's kind of like you know wealthy families get the kids in on it that shit's gone in a, in a generation it's like it's gone you know there's you know and, and i mean it's such a big thing right because then you've got like the old people who won't let go like biden fucking retire bro you and kamala he has retired he just hasn't been sent home yet. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like grandpa go sit like, down come on man that's enough that's enough go that's enough. go 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 and it's not even his policy it's just like dude age it matters <laughs> well it's politics too, I think. But well, I know, but all politics at that point. I say is. politics is like a cesspool. Yeah, the biggest turd always floats to the top. Yeah, and then and then use Bitcoin miners to mine the methane off it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you get nuclear waste out of the air and mine Bitcoin with that? Well, not the waste. But if we and that's actually interesting. Like since the 1950s, whether we recognize it or not, our species has been under the threat of nuclear annihilation since then. Mm -hmm. And we, well, that was in the 50s when they made you get under your desk and hold your head as if that was going to do anything until they said that's ridiculous. That was just fear mongering there. But we have never known a time in our lives that we haven't been in a threat of nuclear annihilation and we still exist. And that's that anxiety of that. You can't go to the woods and hide from that. There's no place to hide on this planet. Right. And that's There's... that's that thing. Like you're saying, you, you are this world, the world is of you. Yeah, yeah it's like mm -hmm. shit. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I remember the time the guy came into one of my speaking engagements with the bad guns. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, that could have went a completely different way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it didn't go bad because here we all are. But, you know, it could have. Mm -hmm. But it was like, you know, and I was watching people in that room, there were like 20 of them, like checking the fuck out. The fear was so great in them. The worry, the 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 lack of of presence in them was so clear they just checked out it's like this is how these things happen is everyone checks out and just gets frozen like a deer in the headlights hmm. you know it's like yeah you didn't see the world i i see it so yeah i don't play victim and no and if i can make a situation go well i'll do that uh if it can't go well i'll do that and that's just who I am. I mean, you know, so this guy, right, just kind of, I mean, basically energetically paralyzed him. And he couldn't just do it. It was like whatever message he was getting to start going, it just, 
it failed to be delivered to him. There was something that was going. I felt it. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you know, I was definitely. So he didn't proclaim it. he had a bag. He came in with a bag of guns secretly, but everybody could feel the vibe of it that this yeah, 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 was yeah. dangerous. Basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know, That's I I knew it was in the bag. Right. I'm like, because I watched when he was carrying it. You know, I'm like, hell, he got in there because it's heavy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, and it definitely wasn't a sleeping bag. <laughs> So, you know, when he put it down, I just, you know, did I know at the moment for sure, for certain? No, it just, I had that feeling inside of me. Those are guns. Mm -hmm. And then when I went outside and, you know, he goes walking, I ends it, I'm like, oh shit, it is guns, which makes me, I make, they make me uncomfortable. I just mm -hmm. don't like them. The, what situation should arise between two people on a very big planet with the ability to think for themselves why should a gun come into fucking anything anyone's doing? Now I get it. Well, if say, someone attacks you, I'm what I'm just saying. Yeah, there's defense, but it's actually uh, war in any sense is a the the total co complete breakdown of communication. You've uh, war you're, is basically childish fucking behavior. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's no ability to communicate, to think, to. To discuss and, and it's a racket also and there's a book called wars a cracket racket written by a u.s general born in 1881 and he said it really plainly like there's a general smedley i forget his first name and he said this whole damn thing this is back in world war one he said this whole thing's a racket it's all about money if you think it's about values honor pr protection no it's a goddamn racket and the people that make money the ones that sell the guns the bullets and all well, i that. think it's i think it's going beyond money i think it's a a grab of oh yeah physical inner space energy like taking well-being for people both their lives their limbs but also their well-being their their psychically i mean because you know they were telling you they were doing things they probably didn't have the capacity to do but you got used to, now they're doing it now it's here your surveillance state is fully intact they were saying they want to make it a little better still. They they aren't fully done with their plans on making it a surveillance tax. They were basically saying that about 180 million Americans are going to have to be using CBD, would be forced in the CBDC program by December. The central bank digital currency. Yep. With by December. And it's like, which, oh, the poor. Well, there's going to be the, a the poor because it's going, yours, all of what you get as benefits from the state from the federal government is going to come to you so say like you collect uh a, a, a pension from the government mm -hmm. what, or you get your paycheck comes from the government medicare medicaid right, right. Food if you're a veteran guess how you're going to get your money cbdc's mm -hmm. so it, and uh, those are the people who will be forced into it. There's also a plan for universal. And they'll start kind of stretching out from there and getting the population to, to, I'm sorry, we don't, I mean, it's happening now. I'm sorry. We don't accept cash. It's like, I, I mean, when they said that to me, I'm like, well, that's for one, that's illegal. That, that you can't be doing that. That's totally illegal. It's totally unconstitutional. I could probably sue you for that. Mm-hmm. Here, just have the coffee. Well, thanks. I'll know. I'll know to come in with cash every day now. <laughs> you know, people don't have it. They're like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't accept. I have been told that several times. But we don't accept cash. Mm -hmm. um, hell, well, like Summer Moon Coffee down in Austin, <laughs> That's right. which is actually makes sense. But it's also your favorite coffee. It's good. <laughs> and it's free. Well, 
<laughs> just go up there with some. money and no card. You don't actually do Just that. tell them I don't have a card. I've done it several times. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> Not with me, friends. No, no, that's my... Dude, that's how I do the resistance. <clears throat> I mean, I okay. that's how I rebel against the corrupt system is I go, I order the coffee. I'm in line. I pull up to the window, right? They have the coffee there, mm-hmm. and I bust out money, cash. Mm-hmm. Money, as far as I'm concerned, that's still money, right? I mean... And I hand it to him. I said, I'm sorry, we don't accept cash. I said, well, cash is all I have. You don't have a, you don't have a debit card? No, all I have is cash. Oh, we don't accept cash. I'm like, well, can you accept it today? Can you make a little? No, sir. I'm like, and I look at the coffee and they look at me. It's like, you're going to throw that away. That's the only thing you're going to be able to do with it, really, or give it away to somebody. If you're going to give it away to somebody anyway, might as well just give it away to me. And and I just drive out. I mean, they do it's, have a- they have a tip Great. jar there, don't they? And they accept cash to the tip jar, don't they? No. They don't have a tip jar? No, there's no cash allowed. Oh. That's so dirty. You're not supposed to use that. It makes you have privacy. So the, the, the thing that makes that illegal is something called a legal tender law. It's right. And, and legal tender laws are very interesting. It's actually the way you enforce a currency is that you say, uh, it's, it's, it says on the bill itself, bill, what a coupon, whatever it is, it says legal tender, good for payment of all debts. That's actually what the definition of legal tender law. And in fact, you have to pay your taxes with U.S. dollars. Well, in some states like Colorado, you can pay in Bitcoin. Yeah, you know. you, but yeah, the but, states that are going, hey, we need some of that. Yeah, yeah but but who knows how long this federal thing is going to be around? But it's what enforces it, and it actually keeps other currencies from coming up, like a Joe Bob's currency or whatever. They don't want any of that. They don't want a gold back currency because that would be bad competition. Sure, sure, sure. So, I don't know. What do you think about any of this as a young man in the world? Joe, we're old, Walder. Yeah, and grumpy. We've been here twice as long <laughs> as you, so what do you suppose the young people are thinking about the world they're living in? And while you do that, I'm going to the bathroom. Okay. I'll, I'll keep it. I'll, we should have before we started. I'll listen to him. I have no discipline. Weren't we going to talk about discipline this episode? No, we were going to talk about maturity. Oh, we've talked oh, about discipline geez. before. Oh, we did talk about, we were talking about maturity. We were talking okay. about maturity tonight. Maturity. Okay. Is that what it looks like behind the scenes? Interesting. So? It looks like a blank screen. What's the deal, Jeb? Isaac? With the people my age? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't seem to get along with a lot of people my age. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah? Yeah. Like, you know, kids my age, what, I'm like in my late 20s. Mm-hmm. They're at bars every weekend. They hang out with their friend group. And I've kind of had moments in those groups mm-hmm. just always felt out of place for me hmm. but th- those kids are tiktok invested cool car invested like invested monetarily or attention wise attention and monetary right if you're buying a cool car and i guess so yeah hmm. and so why why have you opted out of that I don't know, I think if you have a body that looks the way mine does, you know. Like super sexy, is that you're saying? <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs> no, I got, you know, like, my nails are all weird. I got the alopecia, the diabetes. So you're a bit different. Well, yeah, it kind of makes you not worry so much about what people the, like the, the, the petty minutia that most people get into. Hmm. The I'm invincible and I am cool and everybody will see it one day. But <laughs> a hard game to play. That can be a hard game to play. Most people don't give it up until they're fucking sixty. Hmm. That's if they even give it up. Right? Yeah. Look at yeah. Trump. He's fucking doing. He's almost eighty. 
He's acting like he's he's got a hundred more years to live. <laughs> like, uh, bro, I didn't just war. I didn't just war tomorrow. It's like, okay, Take a break. All right, buddy. <laughs> All right, buddy. Put the put the lid back on it. You know, I have an idea. Don't have a president. Have a council. How about have less government altogether and make it as you, small well, as possible? You, but okay. So that brings us into our topic. Oh, good. That will take maturity <clears throat> on on everybody's part simultaneously, right? If you're going to have less government, then what's going to happen? Now suddenly you got to look around your neighborhood because less government means less services. Mm -hmm. right so government also well, is kind of like part of the reason your fucking trash gets taken let's talk about services of the government and how wonderful they are well they're not wonderful are they, but are they voluntary who's gonna so okay if we just remove government who fills the gaps yeah who's taking my trash out dude you pay the government to take your trash i don't oh, that's a good point <laughs> In the city, that it's kind of part of your. And thing. there's there every city has a, a a a private trash company that comes around Fort Collins. We running water, electricity. Fine. Okay, guys, but wait a minute. Hold on. How much of the budget of the government are we talking about? You're talking about something in the single digits. <laughs> something in the small example, single digits here. We're just going to use no, this good. That's so good. does a does a country without a government have a military? Less government is, do you still have a military or? Let's talk about that. So here's, so in order to fund a modern war, mm -hmm. you, ha you, you cannot go. So let's ask this. So if you're going to go fight the war in Ukraine and you're like, well, I am pro Ukraine, let's do this. Okay, great. So your taxes are going to be $500 more this year to help support Ukraine. How many people are still pro Ukraine? Let's say it's $5,000 more. Well, they can't do that. They can't actually tax the populace to pay for the war because the populace say, um, I'm less pro-Ukraine now. I think we should probably just go ahead and focus on home here now. So the only way to fund a war like that, and I'm not, I'm not joking around here. I'm seriously, the only way to fund a war like that is to print money that you have a money printer that you print money for free. And that is the basis of... Then why do they need our tax money when they got a money printer? Because <laughs> they, 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 there is a reason for it. And the reason is they have to check for compliance. They have, it's like we're slaves, so, but we're being charged to be right, slaves. Right. So, so no, they don't, <laughs> they don't, they don't actually need your tax money to actually do any of this. They need the tax money to make sure you're still behaving. And if you're not, to punish you. So that, actually, that's true. So it's actually a tool. Of, it's, a, it's actually a tool of control. But when you can flippantly say, you know what, we need two trillion dollars to do this something, something, something somewhere that's not on our soil. And they can do that, and they didn't ask our permission. They didn't vote. We didn't vote for that. Right. We didn't agree to that, and we didn't voluntarily do that. It was done for us in our name. Then that is the kind of government I'm talking about getting rid of. That's not a government. That's not a government. And this is a cartel you speak of. Right. And the money that goes to Ukraine, oh, it's to help the Ukrainian people. No, that money is going there. So it comes right back to the military-industrial complex to make more weapons. And, to and pay if you try to change people. it, they're going to take sick their dogs of the media on you and say that you're a terrorist. Yes. So back to, back to our topic. Or a, what do they call it? Uh, enemy combatant. Back to our topic of maturity. Mm -hmm. So in this fiat-based system where money can be printed for free... Um, right. By the way, the amount of effort it takes to make money determines its actual value. So if it takes nothing to print U.S. dollars, it's actually worthless. If it takes something to make something valuable, like gold, for instance, it takes a lot of effort up in this big hole they got on the hill here to pull out 11 tons of gold out there when it's microscopic flates and 
tons and tons of gold. So it takes a lot of effort to get that gold. So the gold actually is valuable because it's really hard to get out of the ground and it's taken effort to do it. So it actually has value because of that. So if there was, so that same thing, and I don't like it, that gold mine is disgusting. It is totally disgusting. And gold's disgusting disgusting as well, by the way. But, okay, if there was no government in place, what would stop them from just taking the tops off of all the mountains? You would have to pay for it with money that costs something to make to to produce it. So if you so what we're talking about is going from something that we don't have a meritocracy currently. No. Our, our whole society is basically this thievery, weird. I mean, a lot of the weird stuff you see, like homelessness and stuff, is the people devastated by medical bills. Maybe you're homeless because you had a medical emergency, you didn't have the insurance. And you're on the street now. You were had a good job. You had a house. And um, now you're on the streets. You know, what's interesting is I know those exist. Yeah, yeah. Rarely will you ever see them because they're just trying to get by. There's a whole bunch of the homeless mm-hmm. that are... <sighs> not the best of people. And they're not there because of any kind of problem they're there because they don't want to grow up they lack responsibility right they would rather go crazy with their money than pay any rent anywhere and build any because kind their of money's not place or home their money's not worth anything right so their yeah. lives I, not, I get so it. their lives are not worth anything and so there's no reason to to do anything for your life you're kind of it's a, it creates this nihilism like this fiat system so corrupt this this cartel that you're talking about right. that it it pulls the purpose of your life out of it because there's no meritocracy a meritocracy means that you actually contribute to society and society rewards you for that. If you, in this society, you get rewarded because you know somebody. Right. Because yes. you've moved up the system. You're playing by the rules of the system. And the rules of the system are are highly perverted, right. I would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, just this notion of the industrial military industrial complex making all this money off the trillion dollars we printed out of thin air, that creates a shit ton of incentives to bat, act poorly to misbehave well if you're the military industrial complex and mm -hmm. you're making record profits yep and i mean of course you are you got the ukraine thing going on i mean you've got skirmishes going on all over the planet or let's go ahead and move it on over to healthcare. yeah and let's look at the incentives of that a for-profit industry a for-profit industry so that means but still we don't want to heal people we want to make sure that we have people as our lifetime subscribers to our drugs and medical care That's not healthcare. That's a that's a and that's misaligned incentives. So there's no meritocracy there. It's how can we extract value out of people, pull their life force out of them, and so maturity. Boy, it's real hard to be mature when you're in a, a corrupt game. I'm in a corrupt game. What? I'm in a corrupt game. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, but it's it's real hard to. It's a struggle. I well, would say. Well, I look at it this way. Okay, so there's reality. Mm-hmm. And we're all subject to that, regardless of who you are, where you live, that you're subjected to that. And then there's perception. Mm-hmm. Um, how would I put this? This is hard to say because it, it's like, I don't want to not make sense. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if I do or not. Well, I'll just say that within life, there is definitely a moment where 
you understand there's reality. There's the way you f have emotions about it, or you could even say the way you feel about it. Mm -hmm. um, the thing with how you feel about it is that's abstract. Mm -hmm. So that can be messed with, yes. but reality cannot. So, I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting, this will be weedy. I get it. That's all right. Let's go. Maturity is understanding that, that whatever's going on, whatever's manipulating your emotions, whatever fucking story you're telling yourself about what the world is and what's happening. None of that's accurate. Mm -hmm. What's accurate is reality. It's like, well, how, what's the difference? Reality is what you engage without intent how would i put this without intentions just to engage it for engaging it and what it shows you is reality right if you go off into the game world the world that's being gamed which is mankind mankind's yeah. world put upon earth the minute you go into that it all gets fuzzy and suddenly your perception you think you're seeing something real but you're not you're in a game world right okay you following me i do so yeah, what yeah. maturity actually is is for me anyway is recognizing the thing looking out of your eyeballs is what's alive and everything you overlay on it is a game person in a gaming world mm -hmm. so if you let that acquire too much life force, that world will crystallize around you thicker than shit. And look, it's thicker than shit right now. Mm -hmm. Nobody's feeling like so. Like also <laughs> to put this like with the homeless people who just lack maturity, they're lost in that game world just as much as anybody fucking doing their game mm -hmm. gamey shit. There's no way out for them. There is. There is a way out. What that way is, is giving up the game, mm -hmm. stepping back into what's looking out of your eyeballs. And then it might take a while figuring out what it's trying to tell you. And it gives you a path out of any fucking suffering. Mm -hmm. But you have to take it. But the thing is, is the person in the game world is not going to take it. So if you keep amassing your life force into the game world being, you will never grow up mm -hmm. ever because the reality that you're actually standing in on an energetic level day to day to day, that's what's real. And that doesn't need a narrative. Your soul does not need you to fucking tell stories about anything. It just doesn't. It doesn't need your fucking input either. Right? And it's like, well, what, 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 um, do you realize you're along for the ride? <laughs> like it ain't that. about you. It's never been about you. Your own life isn't even about you. And if it is, you that's going to suck. Because your life is just part of a larger one. And uh, you think you're going to go against that? You're not. The wave of life is going where it's going, and you can choose. I don't want to go there. Well, that's where the wave's taking you, so I guess you're getting shuttled somewhere against your will. You're washing up on the beach or up on the rocks. Right, but if, you, you but if maturity stood yeah. in that place, you would see why. Hmm. So when I look at like what's going on now, it's like, I, can, I understand why this is happening. 
I totally understand why now and why this, why, you know, all the things. It's time to grow up. And, and the fact that you think you have, this, the human race thinks it has. It hasn't. As a matter of fact, it's actually digressed. It's regressed. It's, is that the right word? No, yeah, digress. No, this. No, regress. Yeah. They, they have regressed back into, it's like, it's like we were almost ready to leap and then everybody got scared and decided to be little kids again. And oh. I mean, is that a harsh fucking thing to say? Look around you. Yeah. And, and I think part of the psychological warfare is to push everybody in that direction. So there is, there is self-responsibility. That's the game, though. But that there is self-responsibility that you are responsible. You don't honor your soul. You don't honor what's alive. All you got is the gamer. But there's a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people that buy into the game. I'm not even interested in those people at all. Yeah. Not one bit. Is Why would I be? You want to be in the game world? I, wanna, I don't. I want to see the value of the life I'm living beyond what I value I think it has. I don't give that doesn't matter to me the value it actually has within and if i'm confused about that or i am in the not knowing what that is well then that's where all of my attention is hmm. is in maturing growing learning having more well-being having more presence having more ability when it comes to taking care of things and why do people why do you think people don't go for that why isn't that not common why is that not the default? because it's not it, it, you can't commodify it so there's no money to be made. There's, there. there's no. There's you can't market that. There's nothing to be made. There's no profit there. There's nothing that this world. I mean, this world tells you money's important, power's important, prestige is important, success is important. Never tells you that your soul is important. Mm -hmm. Your soul is just a fucking gas station to go achieve stupid goals that are going to last twenty, thirty years tops. Maybe, maybe ninety. Who knows? Depending on what you do, it's over. And, oh, well, I'm going to leave a legacy. Your fucking legacy will be fucking forgotten in about six fucking months. Just, just give it up. It's like it's we're trying to build. A, a, we want the game life person we make to be on the fucking pedestal and in heaven. <laughs> that thing doesn't go anywhere. It's the minute the, the, the game is turned off death. The thing's gone. Mm -hmm. Why would you invest so much into that? And knowing that that's being played in a game. And that is actually causing breakdown of your connection to the soul, which is causing a breakdown of physicality, a breakdown of mentality, a breakdown of fucking sanity, of balance, of love, of care, of all the things that we people espouse that we should have. It's a breakdown of that. That will, The gaming person playing in the games is not going to figure it. They don't understand it. Well, what are you all supposed to do? You're supposed to learn from nature and understand what that is. That is creation. Your game is a manufactured fucking reality. Period. It didn't grow. It grew from you assembling a bunch of bullshit together. Right? It, it, barely molecules. Barely electrons. But you look at nature and it's this energetic and it stays in, in flow. And we've done a lot to try to get it out of here human race has they've participated in the destruction of nature to a large degree nature is resilient and it's like it's not offended it's just going on yeah you do what you're gonna do right and we'll see how it goes for y'all <laughs> it yeah, hasn't gone well for some other species <laughs> we'll see how it's it goes like well what's the purpose of that right it can't be commodified 
Right. And if it can't be commodified, it can't be understood. And commodification is instant gratification, it seems like to me. Like, there's this... There's this commodification element. is like standing on a, a, a big, big, huge pedestal made out of sand, and there comes a tsunami. Yeah. There's no substance to it. It's, no. It's, it's, it's cotton candy. Right. It's sugary, fast-acting, and no value. The dogs have more presence than the humans do now. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of neurotic dogs that people sure. are neurotic. But by and large, but, I would but if you let them be themselves, they're pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> well, you let them be a dog and you don't personify them and think they have emotions the way you do. They're not your girlfriend. I've mm-hmm. heard that. This is my girlfriend. I'm like, dude, you're messed up. <laughs> yeah. So for me, the way I would say, here's how maturity happens. You live a life that's nefarious and loose. You're responsible trying to get your kicks pleasing all the right people mm-hmm. and into the game you go mm-hmm. and sometimes you win sometimes you lose but the, the house always wins the casino house has always got wins. the stacks against you right so you're you're never going to really be fully satisfied in it even no matter how far you go mm-hmm. you know it's like these guys were built they're billionaires you would think they can relax no no no. they, they need a big security d- detail around to keep that fucking money from being taken it's, right, lawyer it's, gaggles of lawyers, even, and it's even worse. It's actually this deep psychological psyop within oneself. The, uh, the The book I'm reading is called Driven. It's about people that have this. It's been labeled many things. An addictive personality is one ADHD. ADHD is another one. Um, Hyperactive disorder. Hyper, so, uh, socio-psychotic tendencies you know one of the interesting things though is that one cohort of our population that is driven are navy seals high performance individuals crazy they're not they're crazy but man if you're in a if you're in a, a shitty situation you might want one or two of them next to you why um because they can handle a situation that's going you don't think you could I'm not saying I couldn't. I'm just saying they know how. If you're in, if you're in a war zone in Kosovo, whatever, wherever yeah. part of the world it is, and you and you're plopped down there, and you just came out of out of uh, your job in a cubicle, you're going to feel discombobulated a bit, and they're going to be well trained to be like, "Oh, there's bullets flying. Okay, we need to go here, go here, do this, do that." So it's actually, mm-hmm. I, it's actually, it's actually this. It's 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 and. It's easy to marginalize as well, but actually the, the way of seeing it is distracted or, or this hyperactivity is actually multi-thinking. So actually carrying many different thoughts at once, right. and it can go very bad into addiction and all kinds of dysfunction, but in a highly uh, combative situation, if it's well-trained or well it can actually react perfectly well. And as tragedies happen, they can be put aside quickly and the next thing can be addressed over and over and over again. The problem with those people is they're really good in a war zone. Right. They're not so good in the population. No. And this is the problem. And the problem is this, that when we have our vets come back from these war zones, they're destroyed and they're, they're committing suicide. Because America decided it didn't want a warrior class. That's right. That's right. And, 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 And without a warrior class, uh, that's how you end up with a bunch of sissies running your government. Not well, sissies, but these are sissies. These well, are I could call them different things. Yeah, they can call them a lot of awful names too. Grifters. Yeah, well, that's yeah. a sissy to me. That's someone who can't fucking live up to to what's inside of them, so they're going to take it and, from everybody. And else. so, one of the things we're missing in this American society is purpose. 
an actual purpose, a mission, maturity, a dude. mission, a mission that requires maturity. Because if this society doesn't require maturity, you can just be a fuck off and do a fuck off life, and you get rewarded for your fuck off life and your fuck off job that you're doing with your fuck off business. Then that's what we get, and we get a whole thing. So we have an incentivized fuck off world. If we can re-incentivize this world to be actually have a purpose that actually has meaning, that actually rewards meritocracy. If you do something good, you get rewarded. If you're a fuck off, you don't get rewarded. So, so there's two ways to do. So there's two ways to do this maturity. You could either, you can either mandate it through de- law and decree. You can enforce it through authority. Like, God damn it, everybody's got to be mature. And if you're not, off to the, the the camps you go. Like, you can just kill them if you're not mature. And that that hasn't always worked out in human history so well. The other way is to re-incentivize all of society so that that those that do well, that do contribute something at whatever level they can are rewarded for that. That actually encourages maturity. And the experiment that was done in the 50s or the 60s is called the marshmallow experiment. So they took these kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they took yeah, the kids yeah, and they, they put a marshmallow in front of them. It's also a cookie was used, many other things. Right. They said, you can either have this cookie right now or if you wait two minutes, you'll get a second cookie. And these kids, they, they, some kids would do, some kids would sit there and wait, and some kids would just say, "Screw that! I'm eating the cookie now." And then they tracked them throughout their entire lives for decades. And the kids that just ate the cookie right away, instant gratification, had shitty lives. And the kids that could hold off just for two minutes would have these amazingly successful lives in whatever way that's measured. That they actually did well, and that is, I think, the difference between maturity. Because your soul wanted the cookie. It's the it, well, <laughs> no, your monkey mind wanted the cookie. Your monkey mind no, wants that sugar. Your soul likes a cookie. I'm not saying the cookie. I'm not saying cookies are bad. Just because you're you're anti couch and maybe I'm being anti cookie. <laughs> cookies on the couch. But there's something about that delayed gratification that isn't a part of this essence of maturity as well. And so if you can incentivize a whole society to delay gratification and work to do something productive and good, that you actually can radically change all of this. M- mature well maturity requires you handle time yeah right but you and actually say it. no to yourself well yeah you have to say no to yourself and that's yeah, yeah. that's the cookie right there saying no to yourself yeah i want to eat that damn cookie everyone wants to eat that damn cookie but i can say no to myself can i say no to myself for two minutes right. and that's the first test and if i can do it for two minutes can i do it longer and then can i expand out that concept to every aspect of my life that's just clearing out the debris so you can have room for maturity Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an act to remove I get it. I get what it. blocks maturity. It's a step. The it's matter step of fact, of I think the minute you go through the entirety of the manufactured identity, this heat now. Oh my God, it's cooking now. <laughs> it's cooking. Even I'm like he's dying. In the, he's in the he's in the cauldron now. <gasps> I came in get in the crucible. Cold. He's like Tom's gonna freeze during this podcast. I better crank that fire up. Jeez, <laughs> he's cooking. I'm trying to be mature here. Damn it. <laughs> But we have to handle time. And it's interesting because what I found through maturity, that time is a resource. But it's not a resource unless you're doing something. So if you're not... That's true. Right. But here, what I'm saying is what I, you begin to understand that what you perceive as time is you expending life force into the game. Yeah, because the clock belongs to the game, right? Your idea of hours in the day and years in your life, that's in the game. 
the minute you step out of it, hmm. timelessness starts because you're not expending energy anymore. So maturity to me is you are given life force all day long, every day. What are you doing with that? What are you as a person doing with that day to day to day to day? And is what you're doing showing you the way you should be moving throughout life? Or is it just looking at a circus and putting that in the way of you seeing what to do with your life? Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I do. Uh, is, is life just a habit trail of tasks or is life actually living? Life is a thing that you couldn't monetize if you wanted to. Right. So, you know, and I think that's, you know, when, it, when you go into the Bible and it says man cannot serve God and mammon alike, mammon being money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't. You can't. One of them is an illusion and one of them is real. Mm -hmm. And when I say God, I don't, you know, I don't mean a guy in the sky and a beard. Um, it's the living liquid that's animating you right now. It's animating everybody and is keeping, you know, basically it is, you're, it's flowing throughout the entire universe as an or it's not. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's looking out of everyone's eyeballs. The problem is, is the identity playing the game thinks that what it is here is a real thing. And he doesn't realize it's a projection of an energetic presence. Mm -hmm. Right? So maturity to me is recognizing this and understanding to a point what this life force inside of you is for. Because sure ain't for what we're doing as a species fuck no oh no it's getting be getting better all the time um yes and no yes, yes and no every little thing we do to make our lives easier uh puts the whole thing in on a more precarious fucking edge this game's moving faster this i game, noticed that yeah and this game has been taken over someone cheated so oh, yeah. here it goes oh yeah but i mean you know i can't get away from talking about maturity without bringing the soul into it yeah i get that because the thing looking out of your eyeballs remains uh strong through all of this mm -hmm. even if you don't and, and the fact that it's you know the, the how many people are in like a mass i watch people like how the fuck are you still alive <laughs> oh because your soul is really unaffected by this and it's going to finish whatever it was here to do and you may not even be aware of it and your life might take a sharp turn anywhere in the field like there may be a place where you look like do to do to do and then suddenly it's like smack and you're like oh hold on shit i better do something different i better do this differently i mean the predicaments we're in will come the the way out of them will come when we acknowledge that the most valuable thing it's so valuable you can't even buy it right so it's priceless right that's life hmm. that is priceless mm-hmm you know, um, the real demise of a culture in our society, what really starts the demise is when you make home, food, and health a for-profit thing. Because it's putting people in competition for the things that actually matter. The life-giving things. Right. The I mean, I, you know, whatever the, the novelties are outside, fine, go compete over that shit all you want. Mm -hmm. You home should never been a for-profit business it should have never been i buy a house i rent it out to someone i sit on my fucking ass and be a jerk to some people who are paying me a shit ton of money to live in my shitty little house 
because that's where a lot of people go and yeah. you know landlord i want to well yeah oh what a what a job and i've been i've done that job and i've yeah. it's I've, I've felt the pain of that job too I, and, and even trying to do it as caring as i could it felt bad and and well i remember i had a landlord up in blackhawk i was paying him 2800 dollars a month for that place and he would just show up i'm like dude what are you doing well i'm just checking on my house i'm like what do you mean your house <laughs> well i want to make sure my house is in order i'm like your house is where you live. This is a business. You decided that you were going to lease this house out to somebody. All right. That means you have to take the risks of business. You don't just get to come poke your fucking head around whenever you want to. Mm -hmm. And I'm paying you $2,800 so you can come here and be basically some tyrant towards me. Fuck off. And $2,800 is not as much as it was back then too because now because of this oh he's probably getting four grand for that yeah it's just the dollar it's not that things cost more of course well there's a good degree it's because it's too. because the dollar doesn't buy as much the purchase power has been sucked out yeah you know and this guy and 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 I, but, but see even in that behavior I, of that guy it, he's incentivized to be that way by this system because he's playing a game and he's a gamer he's playing this game and the game is is fucked up the game is fucked up that there's no good place to put your money. There's no damn good place to put your money. And so money got thrown into real estate as your gold, your stack of gold is a way to save your money for the future because our actual money, the, those paper coupons they give us, aren't worth shit. Right. Well, it, so so it, there's a monetary premium on real estate that makes real estate unaffordable. And so now kids, Isaac's age, can't buy a fucking house unless they kill themselves on some high-tech job that pays a ton of money but they barely get something it's not like the game our parents had not when they bought twenty-eight thousand dollar houses i think the people that are our parents generation they cheated the greatest generation you mean <laughs> uh-oh we just lost all our old watchers well, and you know what? <laughs> there's also something to this too. When when people hear, "Well, you got to be mature," there's a resistance to that because, like, are you saying I have to be like my parents? Because I don't like that idea. See, right there, right there, right there. Yeah, yeah. We have a we have a little breakdown in communication here. Yeah, yeah. For me, maturity has nothing to do. Well, I pay my bills. I do this. I do that. I do this. I do that. Fine. Mm -hmm. In the game, that's great. Mm -hmm. You're a responsible, mature person in the game. Who are you inside? Nervous. Because if you think that you're going to use that game to quell what's going on inside, you're a fucking retard. And we've seen the people of that generation and how they can handle their internal state. And it's not so good. Hmm. Oh, we have Biden's. <laughs> it's a wreck on the inside. <laughs> and so when people say maturity that means be one of these old people no no, no. it does not mean no that. it doesn't even mean being a re i'm a i'm i'm respond i'm a responsible person you god you should be you should be able to respond if you're alive if you're breathing you, uh, responsibility comes with the territory the ability to respond well if you don't you don't you don't maturity is, i think is a different thing mm -hmm. I, was, I was gonna get to this like maturity the is realizing that you have been playing a game with your well-being as your chips in the game uh, the quarters you put into that game are your fucking well-being your well-being comes from your soul your soul will not play that game nor will it be commodified 
and nor will it be affected or brought up on high or brought present because you got to fucking buy something. There is none of that. Maturity to me is understand what you're being, you know, part of it is you listen to your soul. So when the devil's trying to fucking sell you some real estate, you can tell him to fuck off. Right. You know, you get what I'm saying. I don't No, no I kind of do. Say, say that some other way, maybe. Maturity is when the soul says, not there, not there, not there. You don't go there. And the soul is saying, well-being is this way. Mm-hmm. There are no detours. There are no shortcuts. So stop looking for them. Straight and narrow. Here we go. And it, so to me, maturity is not something you develop. You acquiesce to it. Because what is mature inside of you? The thing that's alive. Mm-hmm. The soul. Because you could have not grown since you were 12, mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally, spiritually, whatever. Mm-hmm. But physically, you're going to do it anyway. <laughs> you don't get to stop that. So, so there's something else that's actually animating this body, projecting this body that is not subject to you. Right? You will be subject to what you do to it. Mm-hmm. It's not subjected to you. And, w- and the body itself actually knows it's a projection. Hmm. It knows that, oh, what I am is a projection of light and energy into the field that draws a line around time space and then takes the molecules of that time space and has them vibrate to where we become a physical entity. <laughs> but does that mean that the thing that jumps in to turn it into a game is real? No, it's the, the it's thing a, that suffers is real. No, 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 no. What suffers is the self that finds the game important and finds its position in it important. And that's, that's the game. That's mine. And so right? there's, you know, and then you've got a whole group of people. I don't want to play this game, <laughs> but I also don't want to mature. Hmm. So I am going to get a pistol and I'm going to put a bullet in it. I'm going to play roulette every fucking day today oh, okay i guess i get away with it today eventually you know you know the odds are eventually eventually boom out you go and so in some cases that's actually literal very and in other cases that bullet is basically your your hammer to your well-being that you have basically every time you lose in the game you don't realize it's not meant to be played hmm. you double down which means you invest even more of your life force into it. So the game you're playing is whack-a-mole right, and it never right. ends. And people go, well, I don't have my life force invested in things. What do you think about all day? Mm-hmm. Cause that's the game. Mm-hmm. We feel all oh, I'm thinking about important things. No one's ever thinking about important things. You can only do important things. Thoughts aren't, I mean, they're, if you're, if, if you're thinking important things, those things you're thinking are as amorphous as the thoughts you're having. So what can you lasso a thought and knock it down to something? It's really difficult if it's not about building something, mm-hmm. right? So if it's just random shit floating around, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to lose a lot of well-being in that trying to assemble pieces of a puzzle that, well, you got different pieces from different puzzles. There's no fucking way that you're going to make these work unless you just have this really chaotic image and you just cut everything to fit. It, it so, can, right. I mean, I am, Maybe I need to make this far clearer than I have in the past. 
I'm not all that interested in what we do on a day-to-day basis as the market, as society, as any of that. I don't have a problem with it. It's fine. I mean, you know, I'll go out and go to dinner. I'll go out and, you know, see a movie, see, do whatever. It's fine. You know, or participate where it's necessary. And I don't have a problem with it. But I'm not investing my life force in that. I'm investing the intention that is left over into that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I am not about to give up my well-being, which is really the energy I have to make my life go forward. And it forward how? For me, it's not about becoming this or owning that or being the, the president of this or, or being even having a podcast that's popular. I don't give a shit. My life force is it's the soul that deploys it into me. It is my job to be a mature enough being to go with that and not go askew. And that it's very hard because what it's calling you to do uh, is going to bring you to a state of fear a lot. Uh, ugh. You know, Adam's apple is going to be uh, uh, butterflies in the stomach. It's where it's taking you. Mm-hmm. So you have to meet that with courage. Well, that's also maturity. It's it's basically being strong enough within yourself that all the noise going on around you and all the chaos inviting you in and all the games with all the doors open, come on in. The first game's free. <laughs> that I realize it's all games. There's not a one of them that isn't. Are they are they valuable in the society? Yeah, I, mean, I guess they are. But for me, what my life force is valuable for is to take the awareness of what's looking out of my eyeballs, giving it enough space to teach me about expansion within consciousness to get out of this physical manifestations, right? As we are currently in them. Don Juan, I think said it best is to be, to cross the threshold of, of infinity and to be aware of it. That's what I'm after. The rest of this stuff, it's like, it's all sandbox. I don't care if you're building a mega empire, whatever you're doing, it's a sandbox. It's always going to be a sandbox. It's just a sandbox, you know, and the sand will get overturned and, you know, occasionally nature will come and clean the turds out of it, you know, but inevitably it's just a cycle. It's a recycling of the same things over and over again. And it's like, you got locked in a fucking habit. Everybody got locked in a habit of living. They didn't, they didn't really, they don't see what living is. Mm-hmm. They got locked into a habitual state they call life. It's like that. No, no, no. That's the game. Mm-hmm. The reality, it's like, can anybody say what it is? No, you're too busy being it. And Don Juan said a lot about that. Like, don't fall into habits. That's an enemy. Actually, change it up as a hunter does. Don't let your prey know where you are what you know every day i do this every day i'm at this location but i I, I, i'm curious about this aspect of it when he says that um stepping into infinity some people say oh you mean like taking acid or some sort of drugs and just tripping out into the universe man and just like hanging out there is that like what life's all about I know that's not what you say. I'm just making, I'm giving you a prompt to make sure you can respond to that, that yeah, accusation. Yeah. For me, what crossing the threshold of infinity and being aware of it is, is being allowed to have constitution outside of the physical. And what's that, what's that mean? I mean, I think a lot of people don't have any idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> well, it's been called I and the Father are one. 
It's been called Christ consciousness. It's been called Buddhahood. It's been called a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's step standing in the presence of what's making you and realizing what that actually is without any concept or philosophy about it. Just feeling what that is. And giving that value again. And once you give it value again and you start lit, because if you give it value, you're going to listen to it. And then you're going to, one day you'll be sitting there. You just go, holy shit. Because it's going to say some very wise things to you. And you'll be like, it, it, for me, I mean, it's it's like, it's a quickening. It's like you're sitting there and it's like the epiphany that is more than just a thought. It's like this full presence comes in and basically knocks you out of your habit. <laughs> that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, this habit can be, I've been, this image has been rolling in my head as we've been having this conversation of the habit or the game is actually just sitting on a horse on a carousel. You're going around and around. You're up and down, up and down. And around. You're making movement. You're going places. You're going a lot of places. Right. But, but the habit makes you end up in the same place over and again every so however many minutes. Here's the thing is, in reality, you're going nowhere. Exactly. But in the game, you feel like you're moving because right. you get to move your pieces. There's activity. Right? And we think that activity is valuable. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's some activities that are valuable. The activities that are valuable is staying alive which unless you take yourself out, you got no fucking choice because your heart's not going to stop until it's done. And you don't really have a say in that. Right. You don't know. You can increase your odds for better or for worse. You can get in a good relationship with your organs Mm -hmm. instead of having dysfunctional relationships with those as much as you have them with anyone else. Mm -hmm. Because your organs are not you. They're not you. You're you. Your organs are a conglomerate. The stomach is not the liver. The liver is not the stomach. There's individuals in there, right? And they have their own mind, their own way of being. Intelligence. Yeah. But anyway, and they're doing their, and you have no say over that. No, no, you don't. I mean, yeah, you could say, well, you know, you if you're eating too much sugar and it's fucking killing you, well, you got to say over eating the sugar, I guess. But inevitably, if you didn't fuck with that system, it would run on its own without you even knowing anything about it. Mm-hmm. Like when I when I'm in a high state of well being, I don't even really fucking feel a body. I don't feel any. I don't like. Oh, I feel this or that. Nothing. I there may as well be no skin, right? And to me, that's you know, that's that's actually a real thing. Is your presence is beyond your skin. Right. And if you have tons of presence and you go beyond your skin, you don't really feel your body at all. It's not something, you know, you, you exercise it because that's what it's called calling for. It's calling for movement. It's not calling to be sedentary. It's calling for movement. And, you know, I'm sure there's certain things that, you know, do call for sitting there for hours on end. So everybody calls for that. Mm -hmm. You know, but there's movement. (laughs) There's a lot of movement. It's just on a different realm. Right. So we see activity as a physical thing. But when you're sitting still, there can be a whole lot of activity that's actually got value. Mm-hmm. We just haven't considered that, right? At all, as a thing. Oh, why would you just sit there and do nothing? It's like you're wasting time. You're wasting. You're, yeah, you're wasting time. Which what's time other than spent life force? I'm serious. I think time is irrelevant until you spend life force in the game, because that's what kicks it off. 
you're waiting for a return on something. You did a move and you're waiting to have that to maneuver yourself. Mm. So there's all this time involved, but the soul isn't subjected to that. It's not waiting to turn on. It's not waiting to be okay. It's not waiting for this outcome so it can celebrate. It's always in that state. It's in all of those states all at once, balancing them all and super present. Mm -hmm. Right? So the, the valuable activity is staying alive. Mm -hmm. Don't go throwing yourself in front of a bus. It's not going to help you. Um, breathing, which is kind of happening without you being, you know, you don't even have to think about it. But if you invested yourself in it, you'll find that breathing is a doorway to more life force. Mm -hmm. So if you can take your mind off the game, and put it on the the engine inside of you called your breathing. You'll find that that will shift perceptions mm -hmm. a lot. And it might even clear perceptions enough that you get a glimpse of reality. And I think that, you know, this isn't going to make any sense to anyone who hasn't had a glimpse of that reality where, oh, you, you don't have to think anything because you know everything. You don't have to think about where you are because where you are is perfect. You don't have to think about what you're going to do next because your life is satisfaction. Mm. You know, it's like when I was young, I would go to these states where I didn't want to leave. It's like I could sit in this forever, this presence, usually with the elders. I could sit in this presence forever and it would be no problem at all. And the minute I think about things, ooh, it stops. It's mm. like, okay, so, hmm. Thoughts are the enticements into the game. That's all they'll ever be. They won't be anything else. Even philosophy is a game, right? It's putting on the fucking smoking jacket with the fucking leather patches, mm. standing there and trying to bang 25-year-olds with all your esoteric heady bullshit. You need a pipe also. Yeah. I wish I <laughs> Well, what Nietzsche would say. It's, you know, shut the fuck up. Not everybody can be Sean Connery. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> maybe even Sean Connery can't be Sean Connery. Who knows? But you know, from uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, across our population, how many people have had a glimpse of some of the presence they are beyond the identity they use to play the game? I think it's rare, right? So, I mean, to me, the more I go to that, there is no trauma. Trauma of what? The things that happened to me in the past, the things people have said to me, accused me of, did to me. No, no. The soul is like, that's oh, fine. It hasn't taken anything. Mm -hmm. well, you, oh, you got treated poorly 20 years ago. Okay. When you step out of the game, you step with the soul. The soul's resilient. It is not subject. To, if, if petty people want to get petty and fucking treat each other like shit, the soul is not damaged by this at all. The, the identity in the game is. And the game is let's hurt each other. Oh, well, then fucking go play that game. You know, a lot of people go, oh, we're in a relationship. No, you're in a game. The game is, let's see how mad we can drive each other and how much fucking actual vindicated fucking vengeance we're going to get on each other when this thing ends. You know, we were talking about it today when we had our own personal conversation mm -hmm. and, and something that, something in that is taking it personally. You know, and you there's a big a person a, to take it personally. And it's a, it's a big part of it. It's, it's easy to, and particularly in a relationship, like be hurt by, well, they did this to me and I'm 
I'm hurt by that. And, uh, you know, I've been going through some of that. Like, right, right. Through. They did this to me. Right. You are the world. The world is you. <laughs> Krishnamurti. You are the world. The world is you. You must, you must address that, be present in that, be active in that, and see your way through it. If you want out of that world, that's when you come to guys like me. Because hmm. everybody wants to put it in the context of the life they're living. You're living a fucking game. You can't put it in that context. Sorry, we're going to erase your context, and we're going to bring you into a different place. And basically what we'll do, people like me, we're going to blast you with so much fucking energy that you are going to have a hard time coping with it, and it will balance out. But what it's going to bring you to is to recognize that you're in a game. That you, your whole, the wholeness of your well-being, your presence, your dignity is wrapped up in a game. Meanwhile, reality over here where your soul is, is waiting for you to stop playing. It's waiting for you to mature and participate with it. And that is going to be, require a hell of a lot of maturity because it's not going to just be here in this nice little safe place we have mm -hmm. it has access to the entirety of the universe and all the dimensions of it and it ain't going to stop because you don't you're you don't think you can handle it it's not going to stop so if you're going to keep any kind of continuity about what you are as a living thing you better follow the soul because it's the only thing that's going to go beyond any of this and it's really the only thing that's going to carry you outside of this world of suffering. This is not going to change. When the world's going to be a peaceful place. Okay, in some instances, maybe. And, and actually, by and large, it is. This is as good as it gets. Because it's not meant to be anything other than it is. A container for life. This is, a, this is, a, this is an incubator for fucking pimple-faced little shits who don't want to grow up. <laughs> It is. Incubate some longer time. Here, we're going to incubate you in heat and in water and in air. And you're going to one day realize you're only bumping your own fucking head up against the world because you got involved in its game. Hmm. The game is what's separate from life. How, the game that goes on in the world, all the financial games around the world. Mm -hmm. How much is life valued in that? <laughs> it's not at all okay so right there you see it how about the military industrial complex how much value do they put in human life actually they value it for the profit they can make for it they value it dead per penny per pound yeah yeah just take some lead in you and we get paid yeah okay so you see how they value it yeah what about what about the medical industry what I'm saying, the sub subscription service for life. If you go to a doctor and he says, you know, you're borderline diabetic, borderline, mm -hmm. which means what? Which means you don't have it yet, but if you're not careful, you're going to step in there. Mm -hmm. Well, what can I do to change that? Follow the pyramid diet. That's right. And you know, he's going to tell you, have a balanced diet. And he's going to have a fucking pot belly and gray skin and his fucking liver is going to be shot. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not in all cases, but yes, I know what you mean. There's no value in life at all. They don't value life at all. Life is a currency. The soul, the spirit, the life force, the presence. What it is on this planet is a currency for a fucked up game. 
Yep. And is you know what? And it's like uh you, you know how you play it, you know how you you get people to play it more than anything? I'm lonely. I'm lonely. I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely. Nobody loves me. Well, that gets you kicked into the game. You will go put on create yourself a fucking costume, a, a fucking image, and end of the game you go. It's like, okay, so why are you lonely? Is your soul not good company? Maybe you're doing something that makes your soul go, fuck you, I'm out. So while your soul is enjoying itself in some other galaxy, running around playing, you don't get to be privy to any of that. Because you're too busy down here spending your, all your life in a game. You know, there's something much bigger going on here in life, in everybody's life, that had, most of us haven't become aware of yet. Mm-hmm. That there is a trajectory. And if you pay attention, shut up. You'll see it. And so your soul will point it out to you. And you'll know when you've seen it. All the hair on the back of your neck will stand up. And you'll be terrified. Because what does that mean? It means it's time to leave the game. And I'm not saying that everybody's at that position where they're ready to leave the game. Mm-hmm. I know I've played this for millennia. Somehow I know. Maybe and maybe that's not true. Maybe I can just really scoop up the energy, lap, the residual energy of the past and see what this all kind of blends into. But it's a game. Mm-hmm. But there's the life beyond game. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like, well, why don't the, the, a, you know, the, the light beings come down? Because they're not going to get involved in a game. It's like, when will the hosts of heaven show their faces? When you're done playing fucking games. When you go, oh, whoops. Okay, in order for me to have value in my life, then I have to value life itself, wherever it may be. Which means I'm going to have to have a deference to people. And it's like, well, I don't like what he's saying. Well, then just don't be around him. Well, I don't like what he's doing. Then get away from him. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it's Make better choices. Make better choices. And follow the soul. Because sometimes the soul, you're like, I don't want to be around this guy. And the soul's like, engage him. It's like, all right. And you, you know, and when that happens, and there's no emotion involved, there's no identity, the soul's just like, this is what we're doing. That I know you don't really want to. Hell, I don't either. But we're doing this. When that happens, it's usually can get kind of uh, touchy-feely. Yeah. But I go with the soul, and the soul may come in hard, but it is direct, and it knows what it's going for. I just hands off. I'm just watching it do its thing through me, and I'm trying to adjust my behavior to fit the integrity of what the soul is. Because I've never been in a place where my soul is forward, and I made a wrong decision. (laughs) Not once. Now, when the gaming me comes in, oh my God, it's like... It, when the soul comes back, it'll look at my gaming me and go, what the fuck? Dude, I left this clean. What the fuck is going on? Why is there a mess? All right. You're going to have to go back and clean that up again. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've, I'm kind of been a rebel my whole life. So I rebel even against the right things to do. And I did that long enough. And for a while, it was tolerated. The game yourself could be the game yourself. But there came a day where it's like, no more. No more. And it's like, that's a, it's a sobering day. Because you're just, you know, kind of just la, 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 nothing bothers you. No, you're just kind of like water off a duck's back. Mm-hmm. And suddenly you become a waterlogged fucking beast. That don't go nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> right? You're like, oh. And, you know, and 
that happened to me, I mean, it's been happening to me for a very long time. It's not like it's over, but that happened to me young. Like, oh shit. The only thing I can do with this life as an identity is fuck it up. I can't make anything better. But there, I felt the thing inside of me that could navigate this world to cause zero damage. Hmm. Right now, what other people call damage? Well, you know, it's like, really, your soul doesn't feel that way. Your soul is probably looking at you going, you know, he's right. <laughs> you you kind of are fucking stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're really behaving in a bad way. You know, it's not according to rules, but according to the universe, according to the soul. Yeah, yeah the, the rules. Soul. Fuck the rules. I mean, those are written by fucking criminals. <laughs> Jeez, you know, if you follow the rules, they're not. That's why they're they're fucking wealthy and own everything. Those of us that follow the rules lose. Those that don't win. That's just a game that's going on. It's a dumb game, right? And and when it's perpetrated on you, chances are you're gonna go perpetrate it even on your closest friends and family. I agree that the, it is perpetuate there's a perpetual motion to it so that yeah and it's an incentive so the incentive is it's shitty behavior begets shitty behavior well like when when a, a wealthy family the father dies and there's kids mm -hmm. and the father kept it all on the straight and narrow he's gone now there's mom they drive her crazy until she goes mentally ill put her in a hospital and then take uh custody of all of her wealth and get it before she's dead. I've seen this over and it's over. It's a big and over. fear of people. Oh, it's fucking wild to watch families go after each other mm -hmm. when there's like money involved. It's like, holy shit, this is. You guys treat each other this way over money? Mm -hmm. You don't know what value is, do you? You think that money has value? It's like, do you realize that in order to do that, your soul can have none? Zero. And and it's hard to say because people go, well, you can have both. Yeah, it don't work out so well. So, and it's not even that you, well, you give up all your money. No. What's important is life. What money is is a resource in it, much like food and water. Mm -hmm. Don't treat it like anything else. Oh, this guy's got a pile of it. He's better than me. No, he's probably worse. The guy that has a billion dollars, there's somebody, probably many somebodies who either aren't alive anymore in the making of those billions or got really fucked over. It's a common thing. It's a common thing. Really. It's a very common thing. Or, you know, their idea got stolen and someone else around. With it. So when, you know, it's like, I look at like, if I were to go on the street and ask anybody, we might do this. We might do a, yeah, we're going to do this. Wide awake in Babylon hits the street to talk to common everyday people. Okay, Isaac. And ask them, what do you think maturity is? And they're going to give you probably, you're going to get a lot of the same responses. This, sounds, so this actually does sound good. I like this one. Right. Right? And it'll be um, paying your bills, doing this, basically being a good little boy. Citizen. A citizen good little consumer. A good little consumer. It's really what they'll go, you know, I pay my taxes. We don't know. We, go we to don't work know. on time. Well, this is not maturity, this is obeyance. We There's turn, a difference. We could turn this into a road trip. Well, we have Travel the nation. <laughs> but do you understand that what they'll say is maturity is just obeyance to a particular way of living? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not maturity. Mm -hmm. 
Maturity is not an obeyance to a system. It's actually obeying the life inside that God, basically, what's looking out of your eyeballs, obeying that. And how do you know if you're obeying it or not? Well, if you do what it says, you'll have well-being, you'll have energetic presence. The world around you will be blown up. And it's like, huh, is it, is it time? <laughs> am I sp- and, then, and then I ask, am I supposed to stick around for this or shall I go? Soul's like, you know, well, we're strong. We're going to stick around for this. It's like, all right, I'm cool with that. Because I'm not, again, I don't, I'm not fooled into thinking that my identity is the captain of the ship called my life and the trajectory of it across the oceans of time. I know who the captain of that ship is. It's my soul. It's what's looking out of my eyeballs, animating me, coming from God. Yeah. that's the captain i'm the first mate uh, and occasionally the captain when we're on smooth waters hands me a bottle of rum and says why don't you go ahead and enjoy yourself <laughs> and i do yeah that's a we don't really drink rum <laughs> no i don't really drink rum but you get what i mean i'm just putting in that context <clears throat> and all i choose to do anymore which way are we going Okay, how do I tack that sail that way? And if I'm if I know what I'm doing, I just go do it. But if I don't, okay, which direction are we going here? I stop and I look at everything that's floating around in my life. What's floating around me in these waters we're navigating? But I don't try to make any ideas about it. I don't try to make any decisions about that. I just look to the captain and go, Oh, captain, there's sharks right up. Shark water, what do we do about that? And it'll tell me, oh, get the harpoon out and get it, or that's not a problem. It's it can't it can't jump that high, don't worry about it. It's like all right. And just keep going. And not get caught up in the oh my god, sharks. Okay, so you might be steering yourself into a mega wave while you're staring at the sharks. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like, well, how do I know if the sharks are dangerous or not? Well, you don't. <laughs> the captain does. Mm-hmm. Right? How do I know the situation I'm in is gonna do is is what I want it to be? You don't. If you're following the soul, it's going to lead to your development as a being in the universe beyond this thing we call human life. This is an incubator. This is a womb. I've said it, I say it all the time mm-hmm. that yeah, you know, Mother Earth is not a figure of speech. It's real. You were once an embryo in your mother's womb. You outgrew it, right? But while you were in there, you were given food, air, water, shelter, and a place to grow. And then you came, that womb, too small. That world's too small for you now. So you pop into this one, larger universe, larger than that womb. And here you are in a larger womb. Well, and how come it's a womb? Because you're giving food, air, water, shelter, and a place to grow. And you don't know any more about life than you did when you were in your mother's fucking stomach. Matter of fact, you probably know less. Because at least in there, you were building a body. Yeah, out here, you're just making a mess. Right? It's like, oh, well, <laughs> so... If going in your mother's womb, your whole focus and your whole presence and your whole life force was developing you in the womb, come into this womb, you're just getting a different energy that's far more potent, right? And you develop here. But eventually, you have to be birthed. There's more responsibilities here, too, to make sure that all goes well. You know? <laughs> it's like everybody wants to be a child and crawl back in the womb. It's like, no, no, no. 
taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. Or, Hey, I'm here. I I'm done. It's like, no, no, you're here. You're just getting started. That's how it should be. Mm-hmm. That when, when you're like, oh, I'm old, I've already done it all. No, you haven't. You haven't died yet. They'll never so you haven't even started yet. Yeah. So this whole life you're living here isn't about you making anything out of it. And what you're going to make out of it, no one's going to remember. Yeah, they'll remember a few people throughout history. You're probably not one of them. Okay. So yeah. if that's the case, then what's the point? Right. It's the one beyond that. So the life force should go into understanding that you're developing here. You're not really supposed to be trying to achieve anything other than developing, growing, learning, having more life force, more presence, more awareness, more awareness, expanding out over the fields of consciousness. So you don't make a mess out of everything more, more discipline and maturity in seeing the thing inside of you that's alive is actually guiding this ship. And you should probably listen to it because mutiny makes a ship sink. Mm hmm. Right, and you're never the captain. And, and to know that, and once you know that, it's like, oh, you. And it's like the part of you that used to get in a mess, kind of gets put into a position of just you're in the stands. You, you can scream all you want, but you got nothing to do with any of this. This so is how I've done it. My identity, yeah, I mean, is it gone? No, but it has nothing to do with anything I'm doing. I don't let it, and it's not even really there. I mean, it. When I and it's and it even even if it is there, it's a genuine copy of who I am. Well, that's the trick. That's really hard to do, right? That's, well, that's what Don wants is you know yeah. you got your energy body, which is your soul. What you do with this life is make it a, a, a as close to exact replica of what your soul is, and live that, and not create all this fucking clown shoe bullshit around yourself, mm-hmm. or need all this stuff. You know, or hmm. or go down a pre-programmed, pre-paved, pre-packaged, pre-prescribed route that you're going to call. This is me being my sovereign individual self. It's like, then why are you walking down a road someone else paved and you're paying them for that experience? What are you doing? You know, I was like, that's, that's not. I mean, you know, to me, it's like money. What's it for? It's to put back into your well-being. So what do we do? We build shit. We, we are building a place that is secure, as secure as you're going to be, right? And just keep working towards that. Well, there you go. You know, well-being, that's good. That lends to well-being. Uh, buying food that isn't bullshit, right? Not going in and buying meat that's been glued together and fucking colored with dye. Or ground beef that comes from a thousand cows. Right, or a fucking, you know, an orange that been covered in wax and probably sat in a warehouse for eight months. And all the gross chemicals of all sorts. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so the roundup. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, it's expensive to eat good. Right. So cut the fat. Because, you know, well, I it's it's expensive to eat good and, you know, so I'm not going to. So then what do you do with your money? You probably put yourself in a position where you're gonna really wish you treated your body differently. Because it's gonna give out. Well, and it's gonna give out long before life stops. It's almost like I think the people who have broken that their bodies break down, it's rebelling against their identity. <laughs> it's basically saying you have been subverting the life force meant for us for so long that we're coming to fuck you up. Is that, I think that's one way. Another way I've seen it is that you hold so much stress about something in your body in a place and it's this energetic. <clears throat> 
Have you ever had your stomach mad at you? Less so than you, I think. <laughs> I can eat all kinds of crazy well, shit. Well, you get what I mean. Have but, you ever had your heart mad at you? Yeah, I, well, I've had like, a lot of Sends you to the things. fucking hospital, it's mad at you? Yeah, I've had some scary shit with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and just even just the lower level of that, of just stress. And where do you hold stress in your body? And then what does that stress manifest as within your body? What do you think stress is? It's thoughts about either the future or the past, but not the present. Yeah, I, I think I think it could be <laughs> something else too. Yeah. I think that yeah. Hold on a second, I just kicked my mic. I think, you know, so when you're tired, you're stressed. I'm kinda tired right now. Yeah. But stress comes when you're kind of fed up and tired. Mm. And you're out, right? That's when stress comes in. Mm. Right? So when you're physically weaker you allow more things into your field basically well when you're physically weaker you have no defense against anything coming in yeah right but the stress is not a it's a machine trying to function where there's not enough energy to do it hmm. so that's the stress like if my your car if the cylinder doesn't fire yeah that it's engine's the... fucking stressed and you can hear it mm-hmm It's a it's a mismanagement of life force. It's not a pent up anything. That's fucking rage. That's just childish shit. It's fucking being a being oh. a fucking just immature shithead. It, it, the stress manifests in your body as as chemicals too. There's this what's the uh, the thing that makes you cortisol. bloated? Cortisol. Thank you. I know this our chemist over here knows. Cortisol could be a thing where. Your body is trying to get life force that you've spent on a manufactured identity. So what's it going to do? Well, it's going to have to make a, a a fuel that you're not going to feel good about, but it's going to keep the thing fucking sensitive. That's called cortisol. So you're running on ethanol. So I mean, you know, it's yeah. like, see, I'm look. I, I I'm going to take all of these things. I'm going to put them in the realm of these. This doesn't happen when your soul is in you. Yeah. None of this. Why? Because the soul is life force, which means all systems go. If I'm if I'm not rerouting life forces in some fucking identity or some fucking plot to become somebody in this world, uh, then my body gets it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm not spending it on worrying about the game. I'm not spending it on trying to figure out if I've upranked in the game. I'm gonna fuck. What's your score? Yeah. yeah. But it's like, oh, oh, you're facing a better player. Uh, the soul's the best player. So. If the soul decides to get into the game, because I won't join it on my own. If the soul says, you're going to go play that game. It's like, why? And it'll say, because I want to play. I was like, well, fuck yeah, let's go. And it wins because it's the soul. How is it going to lose? I don't care about the outcome because I was never invested in the game. I'm just doing what the soul wants to do. So if it walks into a, a I mean, one of, the, one of them that <laughs> comes to mind, I was doing this dishwashing job. I was in my 20s. Carlos was still around. I'm at work. And there's the cook, the head cook, right? He called himself a head chef. <laughs> we were in a place called the home crap A crap. It was horrible. It's like, oh, you're a chef? What are you doing here? Well, this you know, quality food. I'm like, dude, it, it, it's a it's a it's a fucking hash brown puck that you throw in oil. It's scrambled eggs come in a bag. What the fuck are you talking about? Chef. This is your cook at best, a line cook. You know, but anyway, that's what I told him later. But he would walk around like 
he is so superior to everybody and all the waitresses and all the other wait, you know, the prep staff and all the way goes with the restaurant. He would go and tease them. And it was like a game to him. Hmm. And he would tease them and get, you know, people who were not having a good day is usually what we pick. And he would go after them and have them fucking balling and hmm. just feeling like shit. You know, it's like, and they would come to me and I'm like, what's going on? Oh, him. I'm like, hmm. Hmm. you would never do it with me. Right. And I just stayed out of it. But when people got hurt by him, you know, because he's throwing so much at him and they would come to me, I'm like, you know, you can't take this guy seriously. And then one day he comes out of the kitchen, right? And I'm not in the mood to play. I don't want to play. And he says something to me and I'm, I'm just going to ignore it. Cause I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to let this guy under my skin. My soul's like, turns around. It was weird. I didn't even do it. My soul's turned around. Excuse me. And he says something and it was weird. It was like, I was, I was just watching what was going down. I wasn't even really a part of it. But the thing that came out of my mouth is, uh, listen here, little boy. You may be able to play this game with these people here and, and get one up on them and really demean them to where they're a broken pile of mush. I said, but you don't want to play that with me because I'm not going to fucking play nice. You understand that if you're going to play this with me, I'm going to play back. And chances are, I'm going to come up with something far harsher than you. And he had no idea that, you know, I'm hanging out with Carlos. I have this kind of gift of energy from him all the time. So I can see this guy's life. I'm like, and so he started going at it. So I started going after him. You know, I'm like, so when's the last time you saw your kid? Oh, that's right. That's right. Your wife was having kids and you didn't want to be responsible for that. And you didn't like who she was becoming because she was getting responsible for kids. So you decided to go fuck a 19 year old and oh yeah, your wife left you. I forgot about that. How's that trailer you're living in? You know, I just putting it to him. You know what he does? Starts crying. Mm. I'm like, hmm. And he walks upstairs to the management and tells on me. Mm -hmm. No one ever did that to him. Mm -hmm. And I got written up for abusing him hmm. yeah you know what i did i just looked at this and i said you know who really deserves this right and she's my boss is looking at me I'm like do you you do know because these people trust you they've come up to you telling you about this for months and i get the i get the fucking write-up interesting whose side are you on i just walked back downstairs how much longer did you have that job for <laughs> about two weeks yeah <laughs> roughly you know, but that's so thank goodness, right? Yeah, but that, for everybody, sometimes my soul engages that society. But if it's not, I'm not going to. There's no me that has any desire to to go around and. The only thing I want to do in society actually is to, I want to go places and give speaking engagements and hopefully get some some yeah. participation. That would be great. But, but you know, just sitting there quietly, like uh, I'm, I'm cool with that too, because I can go for hours. We know. have we've talked about did more of those because we used to do quite a bit of those and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that could be ramped up again that'd well, be kind of fun hundreds of hours on youtube yeah like 12 years ago because that's what i used yeah. to do i mean most of the work i did in the past along this path was speaking engagements mm -hmm. from like 2008 to no 1998 sorry it was three years after carlos passed someone asked me to do this i'm like um i'm still in muck so but i could tell you what i what I gathered so far. And then, you know, of course, you know, getting out of the muck and figuring out, Oh fuck. I treated my life like a game. Whoops. Whoops. Mm -hmm. Whoops. There's no winners in the game of life. 
There's only people who realize life isn't a game and they move on. And those that don't and get recycled back to fucking play the game once again. You know, and I'm I'm not I'm not into that anymore, but you know, so I, I got that benefit of, you know, having elders around me and you know, I kinda saw it when I was a kid. I, I'm like, how come nobody can see this? I feel this amazing presence and I look around me and there's no reason for any of the chaos around me that I can see, right? Why is everybody getting caught up in this? I'm like, am I going to get caught up in this? And my soul goes, yes. And so, oh, God, no. <laughs> and so, you know, there's a lot of like rebelliousness feeling like there was no guidance. But there can't be if you're playing a game. Hmm. Guidance is for life, not a game. The guidance of the soul won't come in for a game unless it's got a reason to be there. And if that's the case, it's a game you probably didn't choose. It just kind of happened <laughs> because you don't get any say in that. And I don't think people see that. I mean, it's a hard thing to understand because you got to give up all your thoughts to figure it out. <laughs> right? You can't think this out. I'm looking forward to the jungle to kind of sort some of that out within myself. I think everybody needs to realize you've been treating your life like a game. The game of life that you're trying to win. Uh, hello? Why don't you take the wool off your eyes? Don't let it. Don't let it blind you. And, you know, it's hard because mm -hmm. we've talked about it. You got the darkest form of sorcery going on. That's the game. And the game is we're going to give you an impression of what reality is. And we're, we're going to load it with thoughts. And if you even look in that direction, those thoughts are coming at you like bullets. Good luck deflecting them. Mm -hmm. But if you stay out of the game, this is what it talks about in the Bible, that those who remain with the Father will be protected. Why? Because the only thing that's getting destroyed is the game. Life is not getting destroyed. So the game all, is. If you think all. life is being destroyed, because for you, it's part of the game. So it's an element of the game. You don't realize it's the backdrop the game happens on, and you could blow the game to smithereens. The backdrop is unaffected. Let's put it this way. Is the projector fucked up because there's a shooting on the screen? No. Nope. It's just a projection, and the game is a projection. It's a mental, emotionally loaded projection for you to jump into, mm -hmm. and you don't have to. And it's like, oh, there's freedom here. Yeah, it's called following your soul, and your soul knows where to go, and it will be work. The soul is not into fucking frolicking. It's into work because it, it wants to develop itself. And if you don't play well, it's not going to take you along. It's going to let you out somewhere. It's like, get the fuck out. It's enough. And then you'll just be like, <laughs> your soul will be off doing it. Hmm. Right? So you, you can get in all your. Yeah, you know what's happening? The soul is so offended by you. It went somewhere else. So the only thing you're living on is whatever's in the tank, which is not enough to run a life, but it's enough to. Run an existence. Survive, yeah. Mm hmm And I watch people, it's like, God, you know, look what you do with your life force. You just pilfer it. You're just pilfering everything. What are you doing? It's like, why are you expending so much on trying to not participate? Why why? You know, it's like when I listen to people they're like, Oh, I don't I don't really like history. I, I think it's boring. I don't pay attention to why you need to know. It's like so you don't repeat it. 
So maybe you can look at it and maybe let your soul play with what that history is because it already knows what it is and make some sense out of it so you can like live a life of guidance with the proper trajectory instead of flying off into chaos mm -hmm. like we are. <laughs> Right or you know, so I, I don't, I don't really pay attention to what's going on in the world. It's like you probably don't pay attention to what's going on inside of you either. That's actually the harder one. Just actually know how you feel at right. all times. Yeah, it's like how do I feel about this? And it's like if I don't know, I'm not about to proclaim anything. I'm gonna go, huh? I uh, just, I guess, you know, it feels weird. It feels all right, but it feels weird. It feels okay. Well, let's just see where this goes. You know, and, and what I do is any state of consciousness I'm at, I'm focused in so I can see it. It's like, is this a proper use of life force? Is my soul around? Is well-being around? If it's not, okay, it's time to clean it. But clean it up before you get so mesmerized in your suffering that you forget well-being is a thing. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people do that. They don't just don't think it's possible. So they don't even bother trying. Well, they've never had anybody mention it <laughs> well that and i don't i really don't think you become devoted to your soul until it's fully landed in your body right and when it fully lands and you feel what that is you understand what value is right away the minute it leaves you no longer understand what value is at all and you'll start valuing shit that has no value your feelings they value my feelings oh please your feelings are a reaction to the world around you which is you Mm -hmm. It's a reaction to yourself. That's what feelings, I mean, feelings. It's like those belong to immature children. Energy, presence, and power belong to someone who is mature, which trumps feelings because it's presence, it's life force, it's affirming. Feeling, they're an affirming. They're little suction cups for other people's energy. <laughs> You just suck off my friends because I can't handle my life. I've chosen to make for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, well, why didn't you choose this? Yeah, you did. Well, why didn't choose this? You chose nothing. So this is what happened. You played roulette. Mm -hmm. Sorry, the bullet was in the chamber this time. Don't blame anyone else. You played roulette. I mean, you, you were the one who loaded the fucking gun. You're the one who spun it and go today. Oh, I get to get away again. But, you know, you're the one who put it there. So don't blame anyone else for that. You know, it's like when I was at the other day, it's like, don't be offended if someone is angry at you. Because they're not really angry at you. They're angry in front of you. It has nothing. And if you make it have something to do with you, well, that's on you. Mm -hmm. no, you. No one should be responsible for the way you feel inside other than you. And the minute you go, well, this person did it. Okay, fine. So you want to be their little bitch. Be their little bitch then. You know, it's like, well, confrontations, those hurt. Yeah, they do. It's like two rams butting fucking. Yeah, fine. But that's that's part of life. You, you, you don't see this? Look at nature. It's fucking happening everywhere all the time. That's what you are. It's part of life. Well, it's bad. Oh, so you're calling life bad. Well, no, that part of it. Life doesn't have parts. It's life. You're going to call it bad because there's one little episode in there you didn't like? You're going to be a victim to everything because one little thing happened? You know, when the lion gets attacked by the hyenas and gets fucking reduced to... Whoop, whoop, whoop. Is, that, is he done being a lion? No. 
No, he says, I'm going to get them fucking hyenas. I'm going to wait till the cover of night. I'm going to bring some boys down. And we're going to fuck them up. <laughs> right? Right? That's a animal. Well, you know, humans should, they're, they're acting like animals. They are animals. We all are. What the fuck? You didn't, didn't recognize this? The soul isn't the animal. But if it's not present, that's a fucking animal with an identity in a game. Holy shit. And you may as well be, you know, fighting lions in the fucking Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Right? So it, it, it's your animals. You don't do anything different than they do. You have to do the same things they do to live. You have to eat food, drink water, get some fucking sleep, and stay out of danger. Just like they do, you have to do the same thing. So the minute you go, well, we're better than that, that's your game. Your game is we're better. Fuck your game. You're alive just like they are. Problem is, is they see the value in it and you refuse to. Hmm. You see a value in what you can do with it, but you don't see a value in it. And until you do, no, there's not going to be any help for you. Matter of fact, it's like I know so many people who claim to be a Christian with the most fucked up attitudes about the world and these people and those people. I'm like, hey, hey, Christian, judge not, lest you be. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know why you feel like shit sitting here judging everybody? Because you are the world. You're judging yourself. Hmm. Right? That's a mystery, the Krishnamurti statement. You are the world. The world is you. I love, it, I love his voice. That's the truth. Now figure it out. Because what it is, is you are exchanging energy with this world. Right there, you are inviting energies in, you're emanating energies out. How are you not the fucking world if you're emanating into it? Or if it's it's breaking your threshold and coming into you. So that's your responsibility, the whole fucking world. Mm-hmm. And that world exists inside of you. So if you think you're going to go out in the world and fix anybody's chaos or help anybody, but you're still a fucking mess. Mm-hmm. You may as well have horns on your head because you're the fucking devil. You may find you're the fucking devil. That what you're doing is enabling other people do this. You may be the devil. You're enabling people because you want to be comfortable in their presence. (laughs) Instead of telling them the truth and dealing with the conflict that arises with confrontation. And like you said, it doesn't require you to confront everybody in the world that whatever. It's like whenever spirit tells you, here's the time. Spirit confronts, the devil convinces. Mm. That's just how it is. So it's like, well, you you know, when people say, well, he's angry, so he's wrong. It's like, that's not a real thing. That's you being a simple-minded fucking lazy person who doesn't understand life. And why would you bother listening to anything any of those people have to say? Really, why? What, what, what are they bringing to the table? They're bringing society to the table. They're bringing the game and all of its bullshit and all of its rules and all of its little social programming to the table and saying, you have to do this. It's like, no, I don't. This is now accepted. How so dare you not it. participate like we all do? It's like, I don't want to. So when people say, you should just get a job. It's like, I have one. It's called living. It's a lot of work. Well, no, you should be doing something. You know, it's like I am doing something. But they have a, they have like a narrow. Well, these are the components of the game, and what you're saying doesn't have anything to do with it. So you must be invalid in your game. I hope so, because mm-hmm. I don't want to play anyway. 
I'm more interested in what lies behind the eyes and what that sees when it looks out in the world than anything going on in it. I'm more interested in what's looking than what's being seen. Right? So like when I look at the shit going on in the world, yeah, I mean, the shit going on in the world, that's always going on in the world. What I'm trying to look at, what I'm trying to see, and, you know, and when my soul decides it, it wants to let me in on what that is, it will. But I look and I look because I'm like, that's interesting. What is it that pops off in humans that makes them think that war is fucking something worthwhile on by any fucking stretch? Oh, I know. It's like, oh, so you're going to go kill their children and then you're going to call them terrorists when they come to kill yours. Fuck off. Let's get real here. So there's no maturity on this planet right now. Zero. It is probably, if you were to say, how many mature people are on this planet right now? How many people are really in touch with their soul and living from that? Yeah, 0.01%. If it's even that. 0.01. It's like, oh, not me. I'm awakened. Yeah, you're definitely part of the opposite spectrum because that's a game. Enlightenment spirituality is a game. It's another game. And that's what that's what Krishnamurti would say. You with your spirituality, it's a game. Don't you see? It's a game. Mm-hmm. You're playing a game. Mm-hmm. You're playing the ascension game. It's a game. You're playing the salvation game. You're playing the spiritual game. You're playing the namaste game, the dakini game, the fucking yoga game. You're playing a game. It's all a game. It's the thing J.P. Sears just mocks mercilessly, <laughs> while also being kind of part of it at the same time. J.P. Sears must have got blindsided by a fucking cosmic two-by-four. Because that dude ain't what he used to be. No, he's all No, him. he's meat and guns. That dude was fucking floofy little fucking boulder <laughs> panty boy, basically. He got tired of it. Real I bet you got tired of being a panty boy. He got real tired of it. Hey, J.P., thumbs up for, <laughs> for understanding what that panty boy bullshit is and getting out of it. Get a gun. <laughs> Get a gun. And, you know, well, yeah. you know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, wow, that that narrative of the game makes me weak. It's like, fuck yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't say the, the rules of this game is I can't have free speech. That's not a game oh, I want to be part of. The rules of this game are someone's going to tell me how I can spend my money and how many calories I can get. That they're going to they're gonna tell me how many the pieces of meat I can eat a week. This is what I'm talking about. This is two ways to enforce maturity. So when Coercion games, or incentive. But here, here's the interesting thing, is why I think everything is such an, in a state of quandary right now. Mm-hmm. Because something is happening that probably hasn't happened in the human race in a very long time. That is that when the game is rigged, when it has finally, you know, because it was kind of rigged, but you could still play along in it. Yeah. Now it's all rigged. Yeah. Once the game is completely rigged, your soul and the hosts of heaven give you the option. To opt out? Yeah. Yeah. But they're opting out and your idea of opting out are vastly different. Your idea of opting out is homesteading. Yes. Their idea of opting out is you're going to give up this physical body for a light body that you can fire bullets at all day long. It's not going to hit it. But... It's going to require you to grow in a way that your identity playing the game will have nothing to do with. It won't understand. It will be absolutely threatened by the work needed to be done Hmm. to become mature, and it will resist it. So the game you're now playing is can you let go of that identity for the soul? 
And if you grab onto that, all these things you think you need, you'll realize you don't. And all these activities you think are making you happier, you'll realize the minute you spend life force, you're going to have anxiety because time starts playing and you're not the master in time. You're only the master outside of time, right? Which boom. So it's like, you know, I'm, I see this moment in history, in time, in energetic presence, in this universe, in this fucking galaxy, in this solar system. The doors are opening. It's like, the game is rigged. Do you want out? Do you, Would you like to mature into a full-spectrum being? Or do you want to remain this little fucking meat suit with desires and hurt fucking feelings? Which one do you want to be? I mean, really. I'm not throwing any punches here. I'm... I'm really going to the jungle to sort some of this out within myself to be honest like there's a lot that sitting there by myself for 30 days is going to help eliminate and I, and I did it last summer and it gets something but this time there's a whole different sort of thing that's bubbling up for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm not sure you gotta see tom like all people have to see are you truly dedicated to your soul is that what you're really doing here is it about your soul or is it about Tom? Is what Tom does, should Tom be recognized for what Tom does or should the soul be recognized for what it's doing through Tom? Yeah, I don't, right? I don't want any that's recognition. A, that's a tough one though mm-hmm. because the identity does. Hmm. The identity likes the adoration. The identity mm-hmm. likes the, the kudos it gets for what it does. And is is that you? You know, if you think that's you, that's going to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. But if you realize, oh, shit, that's an act in the game, then you can. It's not a big deal. It's just, hey, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you might be done for a while and go back to it. I mean, that to me, that's really. If you're going to look at this realistically, I mean, I, I look at myself. You know, I'll present it that I have gone back and forth from that game many many times throughout the last 30 years Hmm. i don't go into it enough that i destroy myself i don't go into it enough that i've lost touch with my soul thank god but there is always that it's like it's an enticing game Mm -hmm. and you know and i'll go yeah maybe i'll and i get there i mean yeah this is why Mm -hmm. this is why you know and then when i don't do that and i just end up somewhere there's something beneficial would have been something that i would have plotted to do before but it just happened and so i i don't have any like dedication to it i put no energy into having it happen it just that's what that's how i kind of get through it is like to do what life puts in front of you you can't put any energy into what's happening you have to put energy into com- comprehending what life is putting in front of you hmm. and it won't be what you see So what life puts in front of you, you cannot see with the gamer's eyes. Hmm. Get what I'm saying? So I if you're do. in the game. You're blinded by the game. You can't see mm-hmm. what life's, what your soul mm-hmm. intention is. Right? And it's like, well, that seems scary. Right? Because it seems like a big void. It seems like a big fucking, it's like you're floating around an empty space with no tethers. Yeah, that's called freedom, fucker. <laughs> Sun's doing it all day long. Mm-hmm. So is the earth, right? Tethered to what? The game post? 
Maypole? <laughs> huh? The goalpost? Is that what you're tethered to? The goalpost? The, the, the Where you get a kick the field goal the, and be the winner? The merry-go-round. It's like, this is not life. This is a fucking game. And the game is, it's time for it to expire. I mean, we've been playing monotony for 10,000 years. We really have. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. It's roughly. gotten more intense. The well, yeah, because our current timeline. <laughs> right, because, you know, we're always up in the fucking stakes of the game. And it goes faster. It goes faster. The, the cycles are shorter. <laughs> it, it's not that it goes faster. Hmm. There's so much life force invested in it, it can't not happen. Hmm. So, and the more lives you get focused in, it's like, how does it, you know, like a city, how does it become chaotic? Too many people move into it. And where are they coming from? The country. They're coming from the non-game into the game. The game is there. We're trying to get the whole world to play it. Mm-hmm. Well, we aren't, but you get it. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whoever the gamer, the one that wants the game. The puppet master. Is really influencing the entire world to play. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, oh, well. Um, the dark sorcery will probably have you playing it. But dark sorcery is also a game. Mm-hmm. Right? And the only way you're going to get trapped by it is if you're playing the game. Mm-hmm. What's its game? This world is its game. It's not like it has a corner over here and that's the game goes on over there. No, it's the whole world. It's what you wake up in has become the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's sure. society laid so on top of our planet. It's basically encouraging us to turn our lives into games. Mm-hmm. Right? So now we have a gamer's life. We are ready player one. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> right. right. That movie was horrible, by the way. Its conclusion was so horrible. That's what I just despised. It was entertaining, okay, but Jesus. The only movie that's really interests me anymore is is the one I call The Life I'm Living. Yeah. Yeah. And the and the characters in it. That's fun. I the rest of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Watching someone else's imagination, it's like, well, what are you doing with your own? I, there can be inspiring things. Well, I mean, you know, again, entertainment. I mean, yeah. I, but if I'm not going to go get my social understanding from a movie, yeah. I'm not going to watch The Matrix and go, oh my God. Oh my God, it's so real. It's like, I'm not letting Hollywood tell me what reality is. Sorry. It's Partic- Hollywood. Particularly for the sequels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, is there correlations to things that are true? Yeah, but you'll find that in the fucking baseball player talking about the home run he hit. I mean, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You'll see a little truth in everything if, if you're looking for it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, um, you can't really be here without the soul. You can be in defiance of it all you want. But you can't be here without it. <laughs> and your soul is well-being. It's you being okay with life as as is being presented to you. And there's a lot of people who aren't just okay with that. So the soul's like, eh, not really present. Or they've figured out a way to steal the life force from it and hope to snuff it out one day. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to feel anything. Right, you don't have to feel out of sorts. No, you just think your way out of it. Dude, my favorite. I'm beginning to really cherish if things are truly out of order within me, feeling that fully, fully, and not ignoring it, not neglecting it, not running from it. Stare it down. Let the soul decide what's going to happen here. Right? Okay, soul. I'm, this is making my body feel weird. What are we doing? It's like, oh, I'm glad that you decided to come back on board. 
been sitting out on that fucking plank, tempting yourself to jump ship. Get the fuck back in the goddamn, start tacking them sails, you idiot. It's like, okay, so sorry. And you'll find that it never kicks you out. It's never going to throw you overboard as long as you come to it clean. Right? Which is, I'm a mess. I don't know why I feel this way. You know, it's, should a 50-something-year-old man feel this way? Is this how I should feel every day? And if the captain says, no, not at all. Why do I feel that way? Because you haven't been man in the sails, you little fuck. You've been out on the plank, staring at the circus, wanting to jump in. Get your ass back on this boat. We are headed for the stars. They're headed for the pit. Which way, which direction do you want to go? Right? And I watch people squander the value of life in themselves. Doesn't matter. He's like, well, all the people out there are mowing down and you're eating meat and fabber, blah, blah, blah. Do you realize that all the fucking pent up anger, all the frustration, all the fear, all of the crappiness about what you're saying is existing inside of you? Otherwise, you wouldn't be saying anything. Hmm. Yeah, this is why I liked the native elders. You're not fucking sharing their problems. They're handling them. Mm-hmm. Are problems to share? Should I share my problem with you? Why? You want it to? Would you like to have my problem? No, I don't. And, and and they don't want your problems either. So it was. It took me a while to catch on because you know what do you do when on a you know this is what most medicine men get. They get a person walking in the door and oh yeah, I'm lying, you know, it's just like they're just looking at you like yeah. Did you come into my house to shit on the floor, or did you come into my house to learn something? And one of the things you're going to learn how to do is to not shit on my floor. It's <laughs> the first lesson, right? And, and I think that's our problem is, and I've said it, we share too much. You're sharing your problems. What Do you think problems are going to go away if you share them? No, but I, I, do people get perspectives through that? Like if they, I'm, not, I'm not, again, not, I don't give a fuck about people. Yeah. They're, they're the game players. They're, 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 their ship is sinking. It's like they're not even going to be around to even play with. I mean, I'm, I, know that, I don't care how it sounds. This is the truth. They're not going to be around much longer. They're going to go the way of things like that. Go that way. Extinct. So the game goes extinct. Anybody invest, I, It's kind of like the demon, right? If you are invested in the game and you have put your entire life force to making that game of emotions and desires and achievements and goals and one-upmanship and competition, if you have poured all of your life force into that, when that game is over, so are you. Yeah. You will no longer have existence. You're gone. It, you're going the way of the game. It, it, Neanderthal. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. There's some remnants of him around in people, but he's not here anymore. Huh. I wonder why. So all these these people being ready player one, mm-hmm. huh, you're living in a thing that's going to end. So, you, so will you. It's the same thing as when... The hosts of heaven, when the Calvary comes from the sen- you know, the center, <laughs> which will be in every human being, when that comes forward, um, it in clean and sends all the demons back to where they came, call it hell, back to where they came from. If you have an allegiance with that, you're going with it. And the interesting thing is, is the only reason you would have an allegiance with a demon is it's because you want to win the game. There'd be no other reason to do it. 
that you want to be someone in the game that you want to be noticed in the game so what are you going to do uh, some people do very bizarre behavior because that's what the demon tells them to do to be more powerful in the game so the game is the demon and if that's what your soul's tied to when the demons get removed and the game is taken out because it's nefarious you're going with it and if you think well oh i'll be free of this identity no no you poured so much life force in your identity that's what you are now that's going bye-bye so you know like even the plant medicine work people don't realize it's 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 a very let's just say desperate times call for desperate measures you better get that fucking identity off you fast because that's the thing that's coming down the world it participates in is coming down and you will go down with it get off that fucking gambler's fucking riverboat and get on your own ship that your soul is steering into infinity get off the fucking casino ship mm-hmm. and it's it's it, time is short for that it's very short it's you know, it's like, oh, what are you? That's doomsday. No, it's called honesty. It time is short. It's coming fast. You got papers over there? No. I need a paper for my tabaquito. They're right there. Okay, I got it. You know, and I, yeah, I mean, I guess I seem intense and a little heavily opinionated. But I've been watching people torture their own souls for so long. It's like I'm so sick of seeing this. Right, and mm-hmm. and it makes me look at how. How much more of a recognition of my own soul do I need before I can launch? So, you know, the jungle for me is stacking up my launch pad. And I already know that. It's like I, the spirits are already coming to me. I can, they're in the room. It's like, whoa. Whoo. Okay. It's like we're ready. And, and you know, and it's funny because a couple of years ago, I'd have been nervous as hell hearing these voices. But now it's like, yeah, it's time to not be a pebble in the slingshot anymore it's time to be the the comet that rockets through space i don't know what that means that's what i'm hearing i feel it inside and i feel this def deformation of myself in the physical world not a deformity (laughs) a deformation which means the energy that has been animating a body is now going into a state of energetic reality where it doesn't call for this kind of body. You know, and it, 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 do I expect that? You I mean, am I not coming back? I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to put it in some, oh my God, it's not. It, it's very funny that the people who live with fully with spirit in life tend to be very boring to everyone else. So they don't have to, they're not in the world anymore. Because the game is not interested in trying to get them to play. Because hmm. there's nothing they're going to get out of it. <laughs> right? The gurus are still, they're playing the game. That's mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. That's, you sit with me and I will show you the secrets of the universe and then you can rely on me for all your wisdom. It's like, oh, fuck that. Gross. Yeah, it grosses me out. Mm-hmm. So when people say, what should I do? I'm like, I'm not you. Don't ask. You figure that out. You know, like the guy that night. Well, what am I supposed to do? It's like, uh, behave. Well, what does that mean? Listen to your soul. Well, how do I do that? I don't know. I don't know how you do it. That's your business, not mine. Right? That's your problem. We're not going to share that one. Mm-hmm. You know, figure it out. It's not like it's hard. I mean, if, if you've got any glimpse of personal work anyway, and you've done any of it, you kind of know what it's for, right? So get to be about it. 
Quit fucking around. Quit wasting your time. Be about it. I mean, I see these people that are like, I'm going to move to Costa Rica and start a fucking uh, a healing retreat center. You're on the internet fucking crying your eyes out, being a fucking mess. Who's coming? It sounds like you need people to come down and help you more than you're going to help anyone else. Mm. But no, I'm going to move to Costa Rica and start a healing center. You know, whatever. Who? You're playing a game called I'm a healer. You're playing a game. I'm a shaman. You're playing a fucking game. And, you know, it's like that's hey, the way we do this. This is no game. You know, so you come in. It's not like this is war. Not that either. Come in genuine. Do genuine work. Be a genuine person who is in direct relationship or learn how to be in direct relationship with what's looking out of your eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And you won't have to step on anyone's toes. You won't have to hear anybody's wisdom and call it your own. You won't have to do any of this. You're out of the game. That's why it's like I'm on a spiritual path. Spiritual path is outside of the game, which means there's no identity. The identity is created for the game. Right? Like you got out in the middle of the jungle, uh, three days out on a boat, what game's being played? Uh, Kickball, maybe. Or if they know what volleyball is, they're playing that. That's for sure. That's it. They're not playing games with each other's lives. That's not part well, of it. When you're alone in the jungle, even those, all those things go away, and it's like, well, I'm a college professor, and I should be respected. Well, the jungle doesn't respect that. No, it has no reason to. But, but if there's something useful in that to live in that place, well, then so be it. I think it's funny when people you know, come out of that jungle all intimidated by it. It's like, oh, saw you for who you are. You're not genuine. So, yeah, it freaks you out. So when people, I've heard people say, you know, I had to say, I, I want to go for a walk in the woods. So I got my car and drove into the woods. I walked about 10 minutes into it and I was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. It's because nature's looking at you going, get the fuck out. It really is. I have watched nature kick people out because they're bringing the manufactured identity in there playing cool. It's like, do you think the tree thinks you're cool? Cause you're wearing fucking guest jeans. Really? Because you're sitting there thinking you're so fucking enlightened. You think that tree fucking cares? And if you're going to be pompous and arrogant and walk around in your enlightenment in the woods, you're going to get chased the fuck out. I mean, there's a lot of people who love nature. I'm such a nature lover and never will go in it because it terrifies them. Mm-hmm. I've, we've had those people where you'll hear them, I love nature, I love animals. And they come up here, it's like, there's a tent over there. <gasps> a tent? Yeah, nature. But there's animals. It's like, yeah, nature. Can I have a, a room in the house? I thought you were a nature lover. Well, I am from a distance. Right. All right. So you're an apartment living nature lover. <laughs> See, what is that? That don't make any sense. To mature is to recognize the thing looking out of your eyeballs. Not It has nothing to do with you manipulating the things you're seeing. At all. It is aligning this fucking dumbass monkey fuck monkey mind bullshit emotional fucking trauma shit hurty just victimy shit and getting it to line up with the soul so the soul can pierce through it and blast out all that petty childishness petty childishness because what happened you know what you know what traumatized people do the ones who couldn't get over it. They traumatize others with their fucking inability to get over themselves. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. And then they expect everybody to just 
about it and not say anything about their nefarious, shitty behavior. It's like, oh, okay, we're not allowed to talk about that. Oh, I see. I see. So what's the game being played here? What is this game? That, oh, welcome to my game. It's it, it's funded as long as you follow my rules. Mm-hmm. Huh. That would make me feel like shit. That, that anything that I offer to somebody has strings attached to it that I did not make them privy to. That it has, okay, I'm going to do this for you, but that means you're playing my game. Uh, it, it, the way to be a genuine human being is if you're offering a game, it's going to be this. Hey, you want to play dominoes? Hey, do you want to play dominate? <laughs> if you do, we can play. There's a difference. There's a difference. Is it truly human interaction as a come together moment in community? Or is it uh welcome to my game? Although you won't know it's a game because I'm going to do things that are going to make you think I'm not playing a game, but I am. And eventually you're, the rules will be presented. And if I, you're not playing the game, my game, the way I want you to, I'm going to become really unhappy with you, but we're not going to talk about this beforehand. It's, it's the, it's the ploy of a demon. Hmm. Then when you're like a demon comes in, you know, I can help you with that problem. Yeah. How much are you going to cost me? We'll talk about that later. Let's go. And it's like, no, 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 no. Let's talk about what it's going to cost me now. Motherfucker. I'm not going down that road until I know what it's going to cost me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know, and it's funny because the soul, the road it presents, doesn't cost me anything because there's nobody there. So it doesn't cost me anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is awesome. I just get it like via cloud. Is that all the time? No, it's not. That's why I'm still here. But it's working towards that. And then knowing that it's weird. It's like when when the the Christians don't get it when they say this, that nobody's perfect other than Jesus. Basically, there is no perfect identity, but there's perfect presence. So give the fucking identity up if you want that. Because if you think the identity is going to figure out the perfect thing, no, it's going to figure out the perfect thing for the moment in the game it's playing. But the minute a bigger player comes in, uh, yeah, you, you that, that routine you use to the game, mm-hmm. oh, you're going to meet someone who plays it better than you or isn't playing, and you're going to get wrecked by them wrecked mm-hmm. it's the we've had some of that mm-hmm. right someone playing it so t- from the hip <clears throat> so well that once you for realize they were playing a game you're not fucking angry you're not angry that they're playing the game you are the world the world is you you're angry that you fucking bought into the game and that you did not have enough value on your own presence to realize this person's playing a game call and steal your fucking presence. It's like, oh, wow. Now, well, you have them around, right? Yeah, petty tyrants are great, right? And because it makes you realize the ultimate tyrant you're facing is you. Mm-hmm. It's your identity in the game. That's the ultimate tyrant, right? And it will bow to other tyrants. It has to. Right. It's like if you're say like you're in the game and, you know, it's poker and you're out of money. And the, and the person with all of it goes, well, here, I'll loan you some to keep playing. <laughs> There's the tyrant. Mm-hmm. Stay in the game. Mm-hmm. You can owe me. It's fine. Just stay in the game. 
It's like, mm-hmm. oh, weird. I remember I was playing poker with a bunch of drug dealers one night in Southern California. I mean, not when I say drug dealers, I don't mean like, you know, mafioso fucking street entrepreneurs. <laughs> stupid little white kids growing far too much weed for their own good and getting LSD from chemists that they well, probably shouldn't have. You know. But anyway, I, I, you know, I was getting stuff from them. So, of course, I knew. But anyway, we were in this kitchen and there's like eight of them. And this other guy comes in, right? And he is a working man, paycheck. Right? The other guys, I mean, they'll throw money around. I don't fucking care. So they make it doing nothing. So they were playing this game, right? And and I go in just to buy a bag of weed, a couple of hits of acid, I'm out. Right? I'm like 20 at this, 19, 20 at the time. And this friend of mine, who was one of the drug dealers, who was also kind of a friend of mine, he really turned out to not be one after me looking at it for 25 fucking years but anyway mm-hmm. that's a whole other story and we get into that one we'll get into where chris fucking falls fucking on his face short as fuck we'll get into that one because i think that'd be a fun one let's uh uh chris basically roasting himself day that'd be we're, good we're gonna we, we'll do that the next one we do but anyway, i go in there and this friend of mine he's like hey do you want to play poker i'm like well i just gave you my last 80 bucks so i don't have any money and i'm I'd rather have this than a poker game. So he's like, well, I can loan you 80 bucks so you can play. I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, well, I'll loan you 80 bucks and then you just pay me back. I'm like, all right, why not? Let's do this. So I'm, I'm sitting down there, right? These pots are getting big. I mean, big, big, big. And somehow I'm getting lucky enough to stay in them and I'm winning a lot. So I have four or five hours goes by. Right. And I'm sitting there i'm like so tell me these chips what these are all valued at because we were using chips in, mm-hmm. in the dollars or in a thing he's like you know it counts in, so you got like 1500 bucks sitting there i'm like oh huh cool i said this is a poker game right and they're like yeah i'm like take 80 slide it over to my friend mm-hmm. go, okay i'm out and they got pissed what are you where are you going i'm like we're done the game's not over yet i said it is for me i'm out like, yeah, are, is this a free country? I mean, if I walk into a casino, the minute I'm done playing the poker game, I get to walk away. I'm not getting shot here, am I? You're not going to force me to be here. So I took my money, and they were fucking pissed. It's like, I, no, this is good. I got more than I came in with, and I already got what I came here to get. So this is all in my pocket. I I had some up-close personal observation. I've never played it. I don't care enough to, but I had observation of a... 24 hour poker game back like a, a back back room not like a a condo somebody's condo they had a poker game in vegas 24 hours they just didn't stop they're just it's very neurotic it's very weird that's why it's, very, it's very strange energy yeah and they they would that that all same game same thing same energy of it's 24 hour game dude you don't leave after four it's, we're going you're you're four hours into 20 hour 24 hour game yeah it's like uh the since when did you get to be the one who writes the rules yeah, to the yeah, game that yeah. you know it was a game not a chain motherfucker yeah now if you're gonna chain me up i guess i'm playing but if it's just a game and not a chain yeah i can duck out anytime i want it's a weird it's a weird world that one real yeah, world yeah, real it. world because i I, I i knew some guys that were really into a lot of guys that play high level world series of poker and stuff too and they're it's used to weird it, yeah. ones in denver are dangerous because there's people in it colluding for one 
And then yeah. I only oh, went yeah. to one of these. Oh, yeah. And the other thing is they've got thugs outside. Yeah. Ready to fucking mug you on your way out mm. to get their money back. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, that's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a weird world. It's know? a weird that's world. A, but that's. Games are games. But when money gets involved, that's a whole other level of a game. Mm -hmm. That's where you will sacrifice life itself to win that game. It's like, ooh. Every corporation, every government, every fucking power broker here. That's what are it. they doing? It's like, oh, Monsanto kills people, but it makes a lot of money. <laughs> huh. It it's like, how do you work for a, a company that makes bombs and not realize that you, what's paying your paycheck is going to blow up a child somewhere? Well, some people like to work for winners. <laughs> Just don't. It's like the mindset that we have taken as reality is a mindset that belongs in a game only, not in something real. Yeah, it's dangerous. It really it's, is. Everything we're doing is dangerous because we're taking the game as real and reality as uh, marginalized. Mm -hmm. the, our own reality within ourselves is marginalized for this big fucking picture all these fucktards are painting for us. It's like, eh, I'm not buying any of it. It's like, oh, you know that that physicality already painted over the energy. Why are you painting over the physicality? Mm -hmm. you, are you that afraid of your own soul? You got to get that much farther away from it. So instead of living your soul, you represent it and live that. Well, that freaks you out. So you represent the representation of the soul. We you live that. Yourself. Pretty soon you're way out on a limb living a representation of a representation of a representation of a representation of what the soul's actuality and life actually is. It's like, oh, what a joke. What a what a limb to get out on. There's no energy out there. Mm -mm. There's no life force. The, the life force is thin out there. And you feel it in your body and you, I mean, yeah, it can be a lot of bad things. Are we? It could be the world we're in. Are we over three hours yet? We're getting close. Because right. <laughs> we have to go at least three hours. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't have coffee today, so, you know. Because, yeah. It's my first day of no coffee in a while. Prepping yourself to get to the jungle? Yeah. Why don't you just have the headache in the jungle? At least they've got nothing to do. Here, you got work to do. I know. It's just, so you can't have a headache. This there you can. This is the challenge. Oh, I love the I love the ramifications of habits. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's like when you guys were talking to I got to stop smoking my pachos. They're hurting my lungs. I'm like, you guys. Oh, well, you can't respect the tobacco. You're not a tabacero. If you're not a tabacero, these things will fucking kill you. You know what a tabacero is? Yeah. Do you? You know what a tabacero is? I don't know it for myself because I haven't gotten to that point with it. But, but you've seen one. Yeah. And they can smoke like a fucking chimney. All day. Nothing and happens. Walk into that gym and do an hour and a half of some of the hardest shit ever. <laughs> and they're still alive. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I could smoke as much as you. Yana, yana, tabaquito. I'm okay. Take it a break. My street, oh, baby, jito. Sopla mi la vida. Oh, I love it. It's, it's, for me, people go, oh, you're addicted. No, I have appreciation. Yeah. Appreciation for living things. Tobacco is a living thing. Right? So. It becomes me. I become it. So me and it don't have a fucking problem. 
I mean, I hear you guys, oh, my throat hurts. You've never heard me say that. No, no. Never. As long as I've known you, I've never heard you say I'm that. Like, mm, yum, yum. like when we're in the jungle and Enrique, because you can't smoke in the ceremonies at all. You got to wait till the end. Yeah. And that's fucking gnarly. He's like, I just want that tobacco. <laughs> he hands it to me. Because it's hands it to you, but you're still not getting it lit for like probably another hour and a half. I just, mm, <laughs> like a bear with honey, just... Mm, yeah, I mean, <laughs> people, oh you're addicted you need tobacco it's like no i have a relationship with a good friend maestro tabaquito got a fucking problem with that i don't have to tell you you have a you know your friends are wearing your dudes wearing panties and i don't fucking say anything to you about it so well yeah but you know sometimes say something about it hey me and i i'm a child of nature mm -hmm. tobacco is a child of nature right it, me and it get along real well. I have no problem with it at all. None. And then you, maybe you should give that up. Well, maybe you should like stop seeing life as a game and understand what appreciation is. Understand what learning is. Understand what allies are. Because if you did, yeah, well, then you wouldn't have a problem with anything. Right? It's like, I mean, I've, you know, it's like with the coffee. So we go down in the jungle, you don't get it. So I'm fine. It's like, I'll drink it all the way up till there. Matter of fact, we'll be rolling out to the jungle. I'll be having a quad espresso <laughs> on the way out. Drink ayahuasca that night, whatever. I, I don't have a headache. I don't get a headache from not drinking coffee. I like it. It's a friend of mine. Yeah. It's a plant. It's a friend of mine. This is a friend of mine. Right? I don't. Uh, yeah. If you, oh, man. Just watching people with their shit. It's like, yo, why, why are you being so weak? oh uh, that's so bad it's like mm, uh, you just got a weird way your soul's not with you so yeah you're gonna see things as good and bad if your soul's not with you you're gonna fucking weigh one thing against the other the rest of your fucking life and you're gonna spend your whole life fucking doing that good and bad right and wrong up and down left and right on and off soul doesn't play that game soul's in balance it doesn't see that duality right and the soul says Cristobal, yes, Tabaquito, gracias, 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 Esperito, gracias, Mama Naturaleza, por puro Tabaquito. Ah, oh, thank you. Oh, I just got a tingling down my spine from that without even lighting it. That's how much of a friend it is. I can hold it, and it's the same thing as smoking it. It's called developing relationships, and not in the way you. If you want to develop a relationship with a plant and you decide to play a fucking game with it, it's going to fuck you up and it's going to fuck you and you won't even know it's fucking you up. You'll think it's making you great and it's fucking you up because it doesn't care about your identity at all. Like Mother Ayahuasca, when people are like, Mother Ayahuasca, what about my identity? Fuck your identity. Get rid of it. It's a piece of shit. Be your soul. Oh, oh, <laughs> what? Your whole life is useless. <laughs> oh shit, that's a that's that's something to hear. But you know, there's going to be a time where you don't get a marginalized soul anymore, and I think we're there. Uh, the The rise in people being medicated is because the soul's coming in and they can't fucking handle it. That's what I think it is. It's not a sickness. It's not, oh, mental illness is sweeping the nation. No, the soul is sweeping you, and you are fucking being defiant. So it's going to cripple you, and you're going to go want to probably take some pills. Because the discomfort is going to be so intense that you need something. 
Well, what you need to do is start listening to your fucking soul and stop being a little bitch. That's what I. You're so rough. No, it's so real. What? What you? Hurricane? Can you please just become a tropical storm? No, I'm a fucking Category Five. I'm coming in. You don't get a fucking say in that. If you think you get a say in what your soul's gonna do here, that makes you a pathetic piece of shit. Your life will be pathetic, and everybody will adore you. But inside, you're gonna feel that patheticness. Doesn't matter. It's so weird. What we think has value has zero. Other people's idea of you, other people's thoughts of you, their judgments of you, the way they view you, it has that much value. Fucking none. What has value is how much your soul chooses to be in your presence. Right? And how much you choose to be in the soul's presence. Until there is no you, there's just the soul. And then you you think that soul is going to be a well-behaved, very morally upstanding, and very kind thing. No, it's a fucking tempest. So if there's a mess, it's going to fucking destroy it in you. So if you are the mess inside of you, and you don't want the soul anywhere near that, because it's going to come to clean the house. And if if your identity, what needs to be cleaned out... Yeah, I don't see anybody going, oh, I'm game for that. Because it's going to sweep you off your feet. It's going to put you in a position that you would never imagine you would be. Matter of fact, it's probably going to put you in a position you've judged for a long time. And you're going to have to be that person you judged. Oh, I never thought I'd find myself in this position. I did everything to avoid this position, but here I am. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, and the soul's going to be like, oh, you judged that? Okay, well, then you got to learn about that. Like the kid that, you know, there's a guy that's like, this dude, I can't believe he cheated. You know, he, he, he had sex with a married woman. Oh, my God, he's so bad. Two weeks later, that guy's doing it. I'm like, oh, isn't she married? Yeah, but she's unhappily married. Kind of like the other guy, right? So what makes yours so fucking... Uh, justifiable and they're so wrong you did exactly you did exactly what you did you went and slept with a married woman mm-hmm. right so i can see why you feel like a piece of shit because you think that behavior is shitty and you went and did it well your soul's saying oh you want to judge that well here you're going to see what it feels like if you're going to judge it that means you want to know about it if you're going to give attention to someone else's behavior that means you want to know something about it well guess what the soul is going to have you know something about it. You're going to be performing the same behavior. And then you're going to find yourself in a place where I don't want to be judged. Right. So stop fucking doing that. Because you're just being an idiot. You're being an asshole. It's like, oh, well, you know, I do it. I do it in a, in a, in a manner that, you know, is just teasing. Oh, fuck you. No, that's called you hiding your cards in the game. That's you putting a fucking ace up your sleeve and cheating. You know, there you. If you're going to interact with people, it has to be genuine. There can be no motives there. There, there can be no fucking plans there. No agendas. If an agenda arises between the two of you, let the souls present it. But you go fucking making plans of how you're going to fucking save someone else. Ooh, I think you just stepped in the fucking minefield of your own fucking head. And that is not a place for the soul. And the soul won't live in your mind. 
So if all your life force goes into your mind of how to navigate to be a better person in the world, your soul's not participating with that at all. It wants to, wants to know, when are you going to give up the game? The game of self-discovery. What do you think you're discovering? Huh? What, you're just staring at the same shit all your ancestors did? What's new? Nothing. So, hmm, what do you suppose is really going on here? What do you suppose is really going on behind your eyeballs? You think you know? You think it, you know what that's for? You think your identity knows what that's for? You think that it's going to manage that energy well? You think it's going to manage whatever drive the soul has? You think it's going to be the manager of that? Hmm. I see how that plays out. And a lot of people think that's a game they're going to win. But no, no, the soul's just showing you. It's going to basically, it's the only reason it's participating, if it is, is to one day show you how worthless this game you're playing is. And how it's about to kill you. So you might want to get smart and mature real quick. It's a maturity again. It has nothing to do with I take out the garbage. I do my chores. I make sure I do my homework. I get to work on time. I go to church on Sundays. Maturity is. I really have no fucking idea what any of this is. I don't know why people are at each other's throats. I don't know why psychosis creeps into my friends and makes them act strange. Hmm. Well, this is the world I'm in. I'm paying attention. And soul, but my soul wants to teach me about it. I'm all ears. Because I don't, I don't want to fuck this up. It's like you can fuck this up. You can truly fuck this up. You as an individual can take this thing called your life and you can fuck it up really bad. Well, someone else fucked it up. Uh, were you there to have them fuck it up? It's your fault. Oh, that's so harsh. No, it's not. It's called brave. It's called courageous. That, oh, just skin your fucking knee. So should we all sit down and kiss that knee? And should we sit here and just keep pulling the scab back so you can have that wound and fucking rely on it for people to fucking give you adoration and love? Or should we just throw some, do what we did in the old days? Just rub some fucking dirt on it. Let's go. No, it's skinned. Don't you see? It's, it's sensitive. I need to sit here and pout about it. That's The soul's not doing that. And if you think your soul is playing that game, you're fucking delusional. It's your identity. The soul is like, knee? What knee? Oh, yeah? Nothing. So the soul doesn't play victim. The soul has never been hurt by anything. It can't be. It, it, you can't choke it. You can't deplete it. You can only sever your relationship with it and fall off a fucking cliff. There's no other option. You go with it or you don't. And you don't. You, The ones that don't go with it, I don't think they've realized uh, you don't live without it. So it's better to just listen to it. And when it says, don't do that, don't do that. And if you've got a problem with something you're doing, you have, you're out of control with something you're doing, then by all means, fucking stop doing it and let the soul tell you how to handle it in a mature way. But to just take the fucking energy and, oh, I got triggered. I'm going to take that energy. I'm going to run around like a fucking two-year-old. That's not the soul doing that. 
and when people want to tell me, no, this is my soul, I want to look at them and go, you right now are being so fucking blasphemous that if I were God, I'd strike you with lightning and take you off this fucking planet right the fuck now. You want to diminish the soul to your fucking emotions, that that's the value of it. You don't deserve to have it. And life is probably standing there in all of its glory going, yeah, you don't deserve it, nor do you. Pull back and off to hell you go. And now, you know, it's like, well, that's not going to happen to me. Uh, it's going to happen to every me. Every me on this planet, it's going to happen to. But you know what it's not going to happen to? It's the soul. Because the soul is going to remain in a pristine state. It'll carry you in all your dirtiness and all your fucking trash. It'll carry it until it gets to a point where it's like, okay, that's an uphill climb. That's weight. It's got to go. And if that's you, bye. And it leaves you. And I think everybody, to some degree, knows what it's like to have their soul leave them. It is the most empty, hollow, lonely, scary, dark fucking place. Every single place you go will be that. Dark, lonely, and intimidating. The soul is light. It is strong. It will not be intimidated. It will not be confused. It will not fucking play. It's carrying you because it has compassion for you. That's why people go, you must ask for forgiveness. Yeah, to the thing looking out of your eyeballs that you've been treating like a fucking slave gas station for your fucking petty bullshit in the world. All your achievements. I know this. I know that. Well, fuck all that. Be alive. Be a living being. The dog doesn't look at, you know, be like a dog. You know, just, hey, it's nice to see you. Oh, this life is fucking cool. I smell food. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, let's get a drink of water and take a nap. Let's lick our nuts and just kind of hang out. You know what I mean? It's, mm -hmm. They don't have a problem with it. So, you know, humans have this idea, we are the best thing on planet Earth. Then why do you have such a fucking hard time being here? Even the fucking rabbit, who's probably got a lot more to worry about than you do. It doesn't seem too fucking doesn't seem like he doesn't want to be here you know and you watch him man that's prey rabbit doesn't it's not a predator it's prey <laughs> it's like ha, ha, fuck but it, it doesn't get neurotic i mean you put headlights on it it gets slow running around circles but because it's blind like anything would but you know humans you don't even have to put a flashlight in their eyes and they're already blind like what, why are you having such a hard time being on earth the trees don't. The grass doesn't. I thought you were more intelligent than everything else. Right? You're better than everything else. Then then why are you whining about being here? What's your bitchiness? Why do you need, like, people to do shit for you? It's, you know, weird. It's weird. It's like you could do that yourself. You could actually think for yourself. Did you know that, Job? You could actually have your own thoughts that come from your own soul. And those thoughts are fuel. But no one else's are. Right? They just aren't. They're, they're doorways into another area of perception. Be careful because those don't always lead to reality. Right? It's like you'll know when someone's trying to take into reality. Activity stops. Right? Uh, excuses stop. Explanations stop. And presence sets in. Like we've, we've done that. 
right? We sit. You ask all these questions. I'll look at you. Take you to that state and go, what questions do you have? Well, from here, I don't have any. Right. So are you here to have your questions answered or are you here to learn and move into the place beyond question? Huh? Which is it? Do you need all your questions answered? Do you need all of your shortcomings dealt with before you move forward? I don't think so. That's what's nice about humanity is if you team up, all bases are covered. A warrior's party covers all bases. The base you can't cover, the other warrior covers. And the base he can't, if he's scared of heights and you're not, then you're going to take the mountain post. He'll take the valley post. He doesn't go, oh, I don't like the mountain and go back to the fucking house and hang out with the women. Huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've we've said that like, Oh, you're one of those warriors when the war starts, you go into the kitchen and see if the women need any help. Because you're too afraid of defending the fucking home. So you're just going to die with the women. Well, why don't you step outside and meet the fucking enemy and let them not get close to the women? Oh, because you're a sissy. And you think of being a warrior is a worthless thing. That just being a what? Then a willing victim? Hmm. Are you willing to be hurt? Huh? Are you willing to have your emotions just fucking crushed? Are you willing to let people fuck with you? Wow. Huh. I, I just beyond me. I don't I don't have any of that anymore. If someone's in my face and we have a confrontation, I'll have it. It's fine. Whatever. What's happening? Better be real. Don't bring me your goddamn bullshit. Bring real. What's real? Don't be vague. Be real. And I'll be your best friend. But Friends stab you in the front, not the back. They will go, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Right? That's to me is a real friend. I've had a couple. Carlos is probably the most real friend I had. Cristoval, what are you doing? Well, Carlos, I'm really frustrated. You do that and we're not friends anymore. Shit. Kind of forces me to behave. You know, and I don't feel like I have the level of expertise carlos does to go to someone and go look you do that again we're not friends anymore which means i'll give a lot more leeway he gave none <laughs> none at least not to me other people that he didn't have a gesture with they can get away with whatever they want me i could get away with nothing and if i acted like a little bitch a little baby crying over a fucking skin knee when he would berate me for hours if i went he would kick me even harder oh look at you see everything i'm saying is true look at you you're reduced to a crying little boy. It's like, holy shit, man. <laughs> people are, and I can understand why people think that's harsh. I don't. I don't at all. The soul is strong. It's present. It's capable. It's been here. It knows this place. It's in good relationship with the surface called Earth it's on. And it's in good relationship with that which is looking down from the sky and all the stars up there. What's the fucking problem? What? Oh, you skinned your knee? Oh, you let someone pull your pants down and fucking smack you in the ass? And now you're embarrassed? Well, that's so be it. Oh, you mean that? Is that going to reverberate forever? Are you going to be that much of a moron that you're going to sit in that forever? Your soul's like, ah, see, that's what happens when you do that. Come on, get out of there. Oh, okay. Not, eh, soul's like, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. Let me hug you. No, that soul's not doing that. It's going, oh, God, this again? I'm out. 
And then what are you left with? Anxiety and depression, because what's anxiety and depression? Your soul being a million fucking miles away from you. That's called immaturity. Maturity is handling what life puts in front of you to the extent that your soul doesn't want to leave. Right? And the only way you're going to do that is you have to listen to the soul. And you have to make your identity a replica of it. If you're Mr. Rogers, you ain't doing it right. If you're ready for what's happening, then you're doing it right. But if you're like scared of what's coming, you're not doing it right. If you're like unsure, then you're not doing it right. And anytime you're doing it, you're not doing it right. Let the soul, again, I'm going to say it a million times, let the soul lead you. What it puts in front of you, you do. Are you confused about that and scared? Listen to your soul. It'll tell you exactly what needs to happen here. Because you know how many people left the path that led to their fucking glory because they were too afraid of what was in it and on it? The, the path the soul takes you to is pure glory within. And how many people won't take that because the path, when they look at that path, they're afraid of everything on it. And the soul takes it like it's a fucking paved road. They can't, so they don't go on it. Well, be a replica of the soul. You'll handle every bump, every wave, every fucking snake on the trail, every bandit coming your way. But only the soul is going to handle that, not you. And if you think a gun is going to give you any edge, chances are you're going to get shot with that same fucking gun. Let the soul do it. It's like, you know, guns? I don't know. I won't. I refuse to. I can go off and say, oh, yeah, dude, someone comes up here. I'm not killing anything for anything. Oh, you're here to kill me? That's a get-out-of-jail-free card, motherfucker. Pull the trigger. I ain't got no fucking reason to take you out. Because you won't take me out. All you're going to do is end my ability to play a game I'm not even fucking playing. Good luck. I won't have them. Other people will. They, you know, they get this idea that they need guns. It's like, go get them then. But if you think that's going to, what, protect your life? No, no. It's going to put you in a position where you're going to have a confrontation with your life. It's like, well, well, what if someone comes to shoot you? Let them. Who gives a fuck? Might as well be there. Or be Don Juan. Well, what do you do when someone comes to shoot you? I'm simply there. not there. Yeah. You know, I know I've avoided a lot of that in my life. Oh, you showed up a couple seconds too late. I was already gone. Oh, you came to do me harm? I wasn't there. Huh. Interesting. You know, and I look at this and this is the way it goes. You know, and, and the idea, that's why I don't really care for the New Age movement. It's soft. There's no courage there. There's there's judgment. There's a lot of that. And I, I could sound like I am, but I'm not a spiritual person. I'm a person who's living a life. Right? Life has me. That's not a spiritual path. It's a life path. It's like the, the thing looking at my eyeballs is going that way. That's where I'm going. Yeah, is that a simple. spiritual path? I don't, I don't know what that even fucking means. Oh, you mean the game? Namaste the game? <laughs> yeah, the clean your chakras game? That's the game. Spir the spiritual path is the fucking game uh. that your identity is playing. 
right? The soul. Well, that that's real. That's life. That's not a game. And I, people will say, well, I'm really in line with mine. Show you pretty quickly how off they are. It's like, oh, well, really? Oh, that's that's spiritual. That's you being so aloof and guarded is your soul. Please. Oh, you being uh, damaged goods. That's your soul. You're you're in line with your soul. You're in a good communication with it. Yet you're a victim. Sorry. You can go ahead and have that idea, and in the game, you can have any idea you want. Right. In the game, men can be women, women can be men. The whole fucking thing can go fucking sideways. Yeah, that's the game. The rules can be manipulated by anybody who's got a real fucking penchance for dumping all of their life force into that game. Yeah, they can manipulate it. That's not life. Life is what's looking out of your eyeballs. You have no say over it. You either choose to get behind it and follow it, or you fucking self-destruct. So, look at this. Because we're not fucking around. I mean, it sounds like we are. We're just doing a podcast, fucking around, saying fucked up shit, you know, whatever. But no, this is very serious, actually. Uh. And, you know, what's that going to take? Oh, it might take you having to fucking go into solitary confinement for a fucking month and really seeing how you feel about things without any input from anyone else. Because... If you're there by yourself and no one's around and you choose to do that work, everything you feel, who are you going to blame it on? No one. It's no one. <laughs> then you'll see, oh, I am the world and the world is me. And that when a monster comes in, how do I respond? As a living being, not an identity. Knowing that that monster might be the creator of that game. But he ain't fucking playing games when it comes to eating you. Hmm. Well, that's not a game then. That's while you're busy being distracted by the game, it's coming to extract life force from you. So careful the games you play. Careful what you get involved in. Careful what you call success and progress and enlightenment. Because it may not be that at all. Enlightenment is, will you stop being a little fuck? You need to, it's like, what's enlightenment? It's realizing it's not the means to an end. It's the means to a beginning with less of your bullshit in the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I know this is not for everybody. No, it's good for us, and I feel like the people that listen to this. If you're a warrior, this might ring in you. Yeah. But it's not going to ring in you if you're a... Penny love and light, love and light. Let's just go enable all these fucking psychos to take advantage of everything all the fucking time. No, those people don't really like. For me, my life's war. Like, really is. Looks down to it. What's that? What like on, you say? like on a day to day basis, uh-huh. it can be war. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, the game is there to make you think there's no spiritual war happening. Yeah, but the 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 soul is in, is at war with something trying to kill it, and the thing that's trying to kill it is you. Yeah, do you get that? It, it tells you, it, don't do this, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. And what do you do? You do what it says not to do, uh, right? And your soul says, hey, you probably shouldn't do that. And what do you do? Two seconds later, you're, you're doing, doing it again. Huh? What a defiant person you are. Oh, but no, I'm I'm a good boy. 
to your identity. But what about your soul? Because your soul's not the emotional side of no, it at absolutely all. Not. That's the little bitch. Yeah. Me, 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 me. I don't like what he did. Well, he didn't do it to you, so he just did it in front of you. Right? Well, he just did that. To me, it's like, no, he did it in front of you. You watched him do it, and you didn't fucking confront it, and now you're all pissed off. Well, confront it if you must. This is not a hard thing. It's just you got to, this is, I understand now, and this is the last thing, we'll close this up. I understand why, if you read, well, which one is it? It's the Journey to Exit one. Yes. Erase your personal history. No self-pity. Shut that fucking mind up. Not doing. Stop being self-important. And it's funny because people think self-importance is arrogance. Conceit. Narcissistic. Do you know what self-importance is? Taking your thoughts too serious. Taking yourself too serious. Yeah. So, and that could be, I'm so great, or I'm so damaged. That's self-importance, too. Because <clears throat> the damaged self has to be treated a certain way. And if you don't do it right, I'm going to get mad. Yeah. It's like, you look like a two-year-old pitching a fit. <laughs> Enough. Well, you seem like an angry old man, because I am. <laughs> ah, hello. You. Can you be awake in the world and not be a little angry? Nope. So what do you do with that anger? Well, you don't go burn your fucking house down. You don't go burn anyone else's house down. You don't fucking take advantage of people and screw them over. You ask your soul, how do I manage this frustration I'm feeling by seeing the world around me and realizing it's a fucking game and no one's taking life. No one's loving life. They're loving the game. How would I do with this anger I'm feeling from this? No, it's not in your hands. Know that you, you, if you're not participating, you're not a part of the problem. Oh, thank God. It'll all be taken care of. Just just handle it. It's like a cold wind. Yeah, you might just have to put your head down a little bit and kind of bear into the wind a little. So be it. The soul can handle it. So can you. It, it, as long as it's connected to the soul and you're taking life as a valuable thing you understand that it's more valuable than anything else you can make your way through anything but you have to understand what that life is it ain't your fucking activity it ain't your goals it ain't your desires it ain't what you think you need to do it's the presence in you currently looking out of your eyeballs that's the teacher that's where wisdom is that's where maturity happens that's where enlightenment will take place Right, you got to understand the light that you're looking for. You're also the big fucking drape over it. Your identity is the drape over the lamp. I mean, they they all said it. Clean the dust off your lamp. What's the dust? You. <laughs> you. You're the dust on that lamp. It's like, but how do you live without an identity? <laughs> Better. That's how you live. Much better, much more energetically online, and definitely not a person who's going to go fucking do something stupid. Everything's calculated. Everything is, you do it with pragmatism, you do it with awareness, you do it with as much impeccability as the situation will allow, and you can actually carry through, and you do it that way. Why is this so hard? Why? Because we're in a game and our little identities we made aren't winning and we're going to cry about it. <laughs> Did you cry over Monopoly? 
when that guy owns all the fucking hotels and has most of the money in the game sitting over there and you got $500, you cry. You don't cry over that game? Then why are you crying over this one? You, you get what I'm saying? I'm sure there's people out there going, fuck this guy. <laughs> fuck this guy. I'm important, God damn it. It's like, yeah, go fool yourself some more. Go fool yourself some more. Well, I think it could be hard for people that have had probably a lot of difficult things. No, they had a lot of losses in the game because their identity, fucking their soul didn't want to play, so it wasn't giving the energy to play. Well, yeah, so some people played been, it well. Some people had a lot of shit thrown on them. And, uh. Uh, if, if someone's throwing shit around, what are you doing standing there getting it on you? That's a good point. I mean, no, there's like, soul would there's like never, five-year-old kids. Soul would never less put itself in a position where it's going to allow a fucking identity to throw shit at it. Well, okay, yeah, I'm going to get dark, but child rape, that's that's an example of that. What's an ex Child rape is an example of what? Well, no, that's an example, a counterexample. Right? That's an example of a fucking game player. Doing something horrible to an innocent person. It's a person. game to them. Yeah, but that innocent person... Right? They didn't really have a say in the matter. No, they didn't. Yeah. You're right about that. That's yeah. why the soul is coming. That's why the spirit's coming back. The main What will bring the creator to bear down on one of its creations, being Earth? There's very few things that, that spark its wrath. Very few. Yeah. One, you start fucking with genetics. That's a big fucking no-no. The other is you start treating your children. If your children are surrounded by wolves and the wolves are you, you're getting your ass handed to you and steadily, maybe not yet. And we have to watch this go down, but nobody, nobody's getting away with any of this. No one. And those that have it happen to them, they have protection, whether you see it or not, they do. Right. And a lot of times the protection they have will carry them through. The problem is, is the people around them don't encourage their healing. They're too busy. You were victimized. You were victimized. That's not a fucking band aid. That is not a fucking healing ointment. Uh. So that's what drives it. And then, then they're like, oh my God, I am a victim. I am weak. I can't do anything. Yeah, it so, creates neurosis. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, you were wounded in a battle. Sexual assault is a wound, a spiritual wound from a someone attacking you. Are you gonna are you gonna go? Oh my God, you got attacked. Poor you. While they're laying there, or are you gonna go? Oh, yo yo, come here. Here's the, here. Drink this. Here, just put this on. Here, we're gonna rub some some healing cream on that. We're gonna get this out of you so you can live again. Right? I mean, you know, I someone I know that is related to me very closely. Went through three years of ultimate hell, right? And I was watching the other people get on them about that. I'm like, yo, yo, that's not the way this is done. All your concern for them is only crippling them further, oh, yeah. giving them more things to be concerned about. All right? They got stuck in a hell for three years by a relationship. I'm not there to tell them, you know, see, see, you shouldn't have never been in that relationship. None of that. I'd be fucked it's, up. I don't feel good. Yeah, I bet not. And being what has been going on in your life for three years, I bet you don't feel good. So it's okay that you don't feel good. And understand that not feeling good is acknowledging the truth. 
So let's get you back to feeling good and not go on and on about a victim you be. Oh, poor you. Poor you. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry for what happened to you. You're making sorry. It doesn't change anything. No. Yeah, it doesn't no, get you out of your like, situation. Yeah, so, you know, these people who say they care, lip service isn't caring. Going, you're going to be okay isn't caring. It's like, ooh, that's a wound. Let's, okay, we're going to pull that bullet out. This is going to kind of hurt a little bit. You can't heal with that in you, so let's get it out. And sometimes it has to be a wild catharsis on their part. A motherfucker ah, screaming and yelling. Get it out. Get that out. Once that poison's out of you, we're not going to refer to it ever again. We're only interested in building you up to be as strong as your soul. Not constantly referring to how victimized you were. Because this doesn't do anybody any good. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. And those that go, well, you know, I was victimized. So basically what you're telling me is you don't want anything to do with your soul. Because your soul isn't going to play the victim. So as long as you are, understand your soul is not on board for that. I feel like the soul takes it as a challenge and it brings growth. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, all those bullies back in the day, they they did me good. No. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the, you know, you look at these kids that people feel sorry for. Why are you feeling sorry for them? They're far stronger than you. Oh, my God, that kid has cancer. I'm so sorry. He's like, he's having the time of his life. You're the one all fucking destroyed by it. <laughs> huh. Wow. Wow. But you need to, what, go give him sympathy? He doesn't even need it for himself. You need someone to say, it's going to be okay. Cancer happens. You know, you get what I mean. I'm kind of, you know, I'm running out of words, but. Oh, we call it quits. But do you, you get what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? This is serious. The game that's being played now is for keeps. Right? It, it, is, it is destruction. That's the game. Destroy human. Destroy everything that makes a human a human and get them all as a fucking unified little workforce. This game is not a game anymore. It was a game, and now the people who run the game, it, it ain't a game anymore. Your life is in the balance here. So if you're going to play, get ready. You know, even, you know, and, and honestly, even with the Bitcoiners, you know what you're playing with, right? You, you, you know what you're playing with, right? In you going for your sovereignty, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying these people are dumb. It's just if you're going to jump in that game and play the Bitcoin game, uh, you're on a list, whether you like it or not. Oh, yeah. You are on a fucking list. They don't like you. The The rulers of the game, current game aren't going to let you play. No, it's like if you start doing homesteading, you guys told me they show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's been a lot of that in Texas. People get together to do an organic farm. Rated for what? Growing fucking vegetables. For having a cow that the USDA hasn't come out and fucking injected. It's like it's insane. It's all insane. And you know, it, when the game goes to insanity, it's not a game anymore. It's a fucking, dis it's, a, it's a very dangerous place it's not it, it's a dangerous game well when a game gets dangerous it's not fun and it's not a game anymore well, I, I don't think people know what's at stake really no they don't because they yeah. haven't if you're if you're unified with your soul yeah you know what you you know what these times take because it, it is fully ongoing hey the creator's coming and what is the soul it's the anchor of that creator in you 
huh, so it knows. And so when it says it's coming, it's like, is there anything I fucking forgot? Is there something I didn't get done? Get that shit done. The victimhood, get it out. The poor me, get it out. The, oh my God, I don't want to do this. Get it out of you. It's okay to, God, I don't want to do this. As soon as you just do get it. done saying that, go do the fucking thing. Acknowledge you don't want to do it and go do it anyway. It's kind of how you'll get through this. But anyway, maturity. It's not about being a good little death in. It's about having absolute integrity with the relationship of what's looking out of your eyeballs. The thing that's actually alive here. The thing that you think is you. Meanwhile, you're in total denial of it. That's not a good idea. Is that a, is that a good thing to end on? <laughs> For you, I think it's a great thing. Uh, should, should we bring this back and bring some love and light? No, I'm ready. No, Tom's been ready for the past hour. I have no words. I'm, I'm baked. Without the weed. Without Peace the weed. be unto you. Pray for the world. It needs it. It needs it. Don't. If you're going to have any attention on this conflict, have compassion and pray for both. Pray for Israel. Pray for Palestine. Both equally. Don't leave anyone out. All of sides are hurting. I understand. For me, I understand that Israel, yeah, it'd be pretty fucking freaky to live there when everybody around you has said they want you dead. Oh, yeah, that's going to make you a little weird. Right? So pray for them. And yeah, are they doing really over-the-top shit? Yeah, fear does that. Feeling threatened does that. So pray for them that they can see that the right way. And then you also pray for the Palestinians. They're not being treated well, and it's turning them into uh, barbarians, doing very barbaric shit. So pray for them, too, that they figure it out. Don't pick sides because you're everything that's happening. It's happening in you, too. So figure that out. Good night from the mountain. See you soon. We'll be back. If you're on Facebook and watching this, we're going to be back tomorrow night. Oh, okay. The podcast marathon. Tomorrow. Okay. Well, we have to because we have to get a couple episodes okay. to put on Spotify for get some while sleep we're gone. Now and then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get some sleep. Have a good, lovely rest of your night. Uh, if you want to check in with us tomorrow, maybe we'll be on a different mood. Uh, maybe. Doubt it. But we could be. <laughs> doubt it. Because <laughs> it's time. Love you. Have a good night. Hope you got something out of this. I really do. We out. Danza, danza. Una tranca de una moralla. Callaremos.